Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatial Studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And a top of the Monday morning to you and yours. Let the fun begin! That's right, let the fun begin. It's a Monday morning. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Today's broadcast is being simulcast in broken English. Well, okay, maybe not broken English, but it won't be broken. It's 6.07. Mr. Clock, would you do the honors, please? It's now 6.07 a.m. 6.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show and the top of the Monday morning to you. We hope you put your uh, clocks ahead yesterday or Saturday night when you went to bed, because if you didn't, you're going to be late for the show this morning. We're going to be joining in with G and Bonnie here in just a few moments. It's so hard to explain everything that I'm feeling face to face. I just seem to go dry, but I love you so much that the sound bad as I thought it was going to be because of the time change and all that stuff. I mean, Bonnie doesn't have toothpicks in her eyelids. Evan doesn't have toothpicks. Oh, oh, Evan does have toothpicks in his eyelids. Yeah, yes, oh. I do. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. It messed with you like that. It messed with some people differently, Evan, it than it does others. It yeah. didn't mess yeah. with me at all. I'm, I'm not, not, not feeling yet. it at all. Bonnie, yeah. look at, Bonnie's looking the best out of all of us. I don't know. You know, there's some kind of a, a brown spot on my uh, upper cheek this morning, and I don't know a where that spot? came from. Brown? Yeah, you know, you wake up with a, you know, you might wake up with a pimple or. Mm-hmm. But you woke up with a brown spot. Yeah, and I hope mm. it goes away. <laughs> why did she? Why did she have to pick the color brown? I don't know. She's got a brown spot on her cheek there. Man. Uh, 
So I guess it's probably got something to do with the time change. Probably. Yeah. It might. You know, that could be it. But it's not affecting me health-wise at all. Up and at them and, and very wide awake. Well, you know, people, people, some people, I mean, it just like daylight saving time. It started yesterday, so you lost an hour. And you might still still feel a little groggy, but I don't. It, it didn't affect me like that this time. I'm so fine. I am too. You know what helps me out? I still woke up on, let's see, Saturday. I woke up at 5 a.m. So, you know, I didn't change my schedule or my pattern at all. So what helps me waking up at 5, like really early, getting it started, and then going to sleep early, like 9 o'clock on Saturday night. Mm. And that's oh, why oh, I'm not nine, affected. Oh, 9 o'clock mm. on a Saturday night. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, We're because, just getting going, G. I'm telling you. But when you wake up at 5, you know, you're just going to like want to wind down for the night just well, like it were a work day. I, I did wake up Sunday morning at 8.30, and I never sleep till 8.30, but then I realized, oh, it's really 7.30. Hmm. Yeah. yeah cause, because, I mean, I, Evan, when's the last time you slept till 8.30 in the morning, Evan? <laughs> what, mean, what year is it? My body won't allow it. My body doesn't like that. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. get up. I mean, and I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to wake up, but I, I just do. Mine, too. Like, I'll be, like, I have to work at 10 on Sunday morning, and I still wake up at 7.20 to kind of clean the house and tidy up. I'm, it, I'm not sleeping in past 8 o'clock because my body won't let you me know, do it either. Evan, Evan was like me this weekend, Evan. Now, Evan, and I know you, you and I both have our DJ businesses and all that, but... Mm-hmm. Evan, and we both love to make money, but Evan, don't you just love it when you don't have a gig on a weekend? Oh, my God. It was Dude. so nice to get away for the day on Saturday and go to Orlando. I mean, we went to we went to Naples. I mean, this is the first weekend that I haven't had a gig since December. And believe me, like we said, I love making money, but mm-hmm. when, when, I, when there's a Friday night comes and I'm like, wow, I don't have a gig tomorrow. I mean, it's a totally different me. It feels nice. Sometimes you just got to have that two days, oh, that two yeah. days to readjust, to, to make it feel like, like you have a little bit of time off at least. It's a release. And, and Evan, you, dude, you've got three jobs, right? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty Four, five, uh, six. Yeah. So um, so when you do have that whole weekend, uh, so, so y'all went up to were you, were you, SeaWorld, where'd you go? Yeah, we went to SeaWorld. I just sent you a picture, too. I got to spend time with the grandkids and the uh, oldest son and the daughter-in-law. And um, I actually rode the rides. Oh, look at Evan on the on the on the merry-go-round, the horse, oh, the yeah. unicorn. There you go. Evan, <laughs> did you go on? That's a nice picture it of uh, him and the grandson there. Who yeah, is that? Who's, who's the grandson? That is Ashton. That's the oldest one. Okay, look at yeah. him giving the thumbs up and everything. Yeah. yeah. Did the younger one go on the ride? Too? No, he's only three months old. We can't oh. do that to him. Mm. <laughs> He'll did never you go be on the McCracken? same. No, but I did see Bonnie. I did see that new roller coaster, and I did watch it and observe how it goes. Which one? There's a brand new coaster that just opened up. Bonnie and I have been talking about it at SeaWorld. At SeaWorld? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. So they have roller coasters. Wow. They oh do. yeah. They have. Three nice ones now. They're really huge. And Topanga took me on two of the two that were running when we went. Now wait a minute, Evan. You you do roller coasters? No, 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 no. Hey, I went. We we went to uh, Disney. Uh, which was it? Uh, and we went on the uh, Harry Potter thing, mm-hmm. dude. I was I was not the same for the rest of the the whole trip because I I didn't realize yeah it's a, it's like a roller coaster but yeah it, it just stops and turns and drops and up and and I I got off of that ride and my equilibrium was screwed up for the rest of the day. The most I will do is Thunder Mountain. That's it. Uh, Nothing well, yeah, else. Yeah, and that's the, that's the old school. That's that's been there forever. Yeah, that's it. But what- 
wasn't Harry Potter like the best ride that you've ever been on? That uh, that's I, at Universal, right? It was Universal, and yeah. it was. Bonnie, no, because it messed me up. <laughs> I'm telling you, that thing, it starts and stops and, and it, it takes off real fast and it's like, it, 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 it's crazy. But when Harry comes down like on his broomstick and says, follow me, and uh-huh. his hand comes out and then you go soaring oh, well, over see, the well, mountains. Now, that's a different one. That that That's a ride. That's like a virtual thing. That that was cool. But this yeah. one here was like a roller coaster. You're oh, on the wow. tracks doing stuff. Maybe I didn't do that one. No, Maybe. you would remember this one. Believe right. me. <laughs> now, gee, have you ever been on Soren in Epcot Center? I haven't been to Epcot in years. No, yeah. I like Soren is amazing. Soren is an amazing virtual ride. Mm. Yeah, it's really good. And I've you know, never been to Epcot. The last time I went to Epcot, Epcot, uh, I went in the the future area where what the houses would be like in the twenty in the two thousand. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it was right, it was right now. Oh. The, is that the, the, the cool? smart houses and the smart this is. And, we're, and I'm, when I think about it, we're actually living that now. I'm like, whoa, so, that was years ago. Though. That was 20, 30 years ago. So the builders of that were actually on it. Oh, they, uh, they, to they, know, they know what the it's going to be like in, 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 in 4020. Wow. That's are amazing. We are we going to be around in 4020? I, I, sure. I would like to think so. Mankind itself. Our spirits and our souls might be flying. Evan, I want to thank you for being uh, – being a good sport and playing the Lenny's Pick'em League with us this year, because I know you're not a football fan. No, I'm we've not. Got, we've got to ask you. Bonnie and I have to ask you. Okay. Will you please humor us and do a bracket for March Madness? Won't you be our bracket? <sighs> have you ever done a bracket for March Madness? No, I never have. And, and Evan, it's just simple. You just pick who you think's going to win, and then that's all. You just do it one time, and you just follow it throughout the whole process. It's, it's real. It's, so it's I, fun. all I got to do is pick one team. No, you pick oh. one. You you pick. All the teams that I mean, there's like sixty something teams, but but it gives you all you do is put a check mark in which team you think is going to win. Is there a template I I have to follow? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's all all, all set up for you in the ESPN, the Men's Tournament Challenge. All right, send send and, me the link and I'll do okay. it for you. And we'll and we'll talk more. I'll, about it. I'll we'll, humor we'll, you. We'll, we'll have fun talking about it on the air every 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 yeah. week. To see right. who, who how we fare here. G pointed it out to me too, Evan, that they even tell you what seed it is. Like it, here, it's saying uh, Georgia State is sixteen and Gonzaga is number one. So you and you can, think number you you might think uh, number one's going to beat number sixteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a no brainer. Yeah, but, but you know but what? Not all the time. Sixteen could beat number one. Exactly. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what makes it so much fun. By the way, I have to give Bob Bonnie a compliment. Your hair looks really nice today. No, Thank he? you. Oh, would you put a po- you post a picture, Bonnie? Oh no. <laughs> How does no, he see it's you? It's called Theater of the Mind. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have this little uh, sparkly uh, pink thing in my hair that I usually wear when I'm wearing a wig, but <laughs> but, but but she I does have a wig. she's got that uh, Gorbachev a dot on Gorbachev. her Gorbachev. <laughs> Isn't that his name? What's his name? What was the guy's name? The the the, uh, the Russian that had the, uh, the the birthmark on his face? Or just say uh, John Boy Walton. Um, oh, he had one too. There yes. you go. The John Boy oh. Walton mole is okay. is what I'm sporting today. Mm. That might give you a, a better visual. <laughs> I like the Gorbachev reference. <laughs> I would rather be John Boy. Oh Lord, have mercy. Where are we going this morning? Yeah. Well, it's six nineteen. We're going to send this over to Studio Three B A and uh, these stories with Bonnie Ashley. <laughs> Good morning. Well, the gas prices in Florida are stabilizing for now after reaching a record high of $4.38 a gallon on Friday. AAA reports the statewide average is down to 4.34 today. 
The state legislative session is set to wrap up this afternoon. And Eric Rodriguez reporting. Lawmakers are expected to pass on to the governor a record more than $112 billion state budget, about $3.5 billion of it coming from federal stimulus money. The budget includes significant investment in public safety, education, infrastructure, and state employees. Senator Appropriations Chair Kelly Stargell adds all state employees will get a more than 5% raise, but North Miami Beach Senator Jason Pizzo questions why a dozen school districts that issued student mask mandates defying the governor's orders won't get to share $200 million in additional school recognition program funding. Is that fair to reward others that decided to go with Ron and not Joe? The dozen districts aren't having their budgets cut. I'm Eric Rodriguez. Bad weather is disrupting travel plans for many trying to get out of Florida. Hundreds of flights were canceled this weekend at Orlando International Airport. The frustration and long lines led to some tension. And at one point, police had to maintain calm. Investigators in Martin County said they have identified body parts that were found earlier in the week at Hungryland Wildlife Preserve. Detectives said the arm, hand, and part of a leg found Thursday near a gator-infested canal are believed to be that of 43-year-old Dustin Davis Mills of St. Lucie County. The medical examiner was able to obtain fingerprints from the victim's hand, which was located near a large alligator that was guarding the body part. A second body part was located on the bank of a different canal about a mile from the first location. Detectives, the sheriff's office dive team, and FWC officers spent Thursday combing hundreds of acres of the preserve searching for the remainder of Mills' body. Detectives suspect that Mills was the victim of a homicide. Florida school districts could be rewarded for having less restrictive face mask policies. Proposed state budget includes a $200 million in recognition money for 55 school districts. Here's WPTV's Stephanie Suskind uh, breaking it down for us. Well, this was a plan the Palm Beach County School Superintendent called unfounded, unprecedented, and unjust. The Putting Parents First adjustment was going to pull $28 million from Palm Beach County and almost a million and a half from Indian River County, among others, as punishment for having mask mandates earlier this school year. Now, instead, $200 million will be in what's called a school recognition fund, which will reward the 55 other school districts that allowed students to opt out of wearing masks. That includes Martin, St. Lucie, and Okeechobee counties. High-performing schools in those counties will be eligible for a share of the $200 million. Palm Beach, Indian River, and the 10 other counties that had mask mandates will not. What this fund is doing is saying, hey, if you followed the law and your kids in your class or in your school is doing well, you have the, the ability to, to draw down some of these resources. Should you have broken the law uh, and, and uh, you, don't, you don't receive those resources. Now, some Democrats still take issue with this plan because they say it penalizes districts that were doing what was in the best interest of the health and safety of students at that time. Once again, the House and Senate expected to vote on that budget on Monday. Fort Pierce police needs help locating a missing 10-year-old girl on Saturday March 12th at 1.30 p.m., Bailey Grace left her home in an unknown direction. An extensive search was conducted, but she was not located. Anyone with information on her whereabouts is urged to contact Detective Ludmilla Quinteo at 772-370-6136. 
And Major League Baseball is back in action. The end of the 99-day lockout means players are now reporting to spring training sites in West Palm Beach, Jupiter, and Port St. Lucie. And WPTV's Ryan Hughes reporting. You can feel that the lockout has been lifted. We have seen a lot of fans walking around the stadium today. And even though the spring training schedule has been condensed, businesses will still benefit and we will still see a lot of great games up in Port St. Lucie in West Palm Beach and right here in Jupiter. You want that yaddy? Outside Roger Dean Stadium. See some players. Ron Hoskin and his son Sean. At least about an hour, hour and a half. Anxiously awaiting an autograph. Sean can get him, I can't. After the MLB lockout has officially been lifted. I can go home and fabricate a story that I helped get that decision together. Unfortunately, I know better. <laughs> Ron has been coming to spring training for 10 years, but he's heading home to St. Louis Saturday without seeing his beloved Cardinals play. That's the top. We heard it. For 99 days, baseball fans have watched oh, yeah. and waited. Oh, yeah. We thought they were going to fix it last week. But Thursday. Oh, yeah. Baseball's back. Owners and the Players Union reached a deal. There will be a full season, and part of spring training has been saved. Young Mr. Walker, I believe his first name is Jordan. Fans like Vince Lapino. Really big fan. Scouting out the prospects Friday and hoping to catch a glimpse of the pros back in action. I didn't think that we'd see a spring training game, but... Uh, that's okay. It's our first time down to spring training. Some fans are disappointed most spring training games have been canceled, right. but they're just glad baseball is back. Unfortunately, we won't be here for that first game, but we will see them whenever they return home. And up in St. Lucie County at Clover Park, where the Mets play, we are told that spring training helps bring in more than $15 million. Millions are also pumped into Palm Beach County. And those first spring training games now set for Friday. In Jupiter, Ryan Hughes, WPTV, News Channel 5. Lovely that the Major League Baseball really back is going to be back in action, too. And our news time is 625. We'll have weather and traffic together for you next. Time for a look at sports right now. Brooklyn Nets star forward Kevin Durant has been so dominant for so long, and he admits he feels at ease on the floor. It certainly didn't look difficult in Sunday's 110-107 win over the New York Knicks as Durant dropped 53 points, made nine assists, and grabbed six rebounds while carrying the Nets to their third straight victory. So I feel like... I upped the level of everybody out on the floor, and that's a good feeling to have, he said. Durant's brilliant performance offered another reminder as to why the Nets, now 35-33, and 33, still have championship aspirations this season, despite the fact that Kyrie Irving's status remains in question because of New York City's vaccination mandate, and it remains unclear when Ben Simmons will make his season debut because of ongoing back issues. Irving was a hot topic during and after Sunday's game. For the first time all season, the star point guard was able to enter Barclays Center, but only as a fan. With uh, with about four minutes left in the first half, Irving, along with a special group of friends and family, walked out of the visiting team's tunnel and made his way to a courtside seat. 626, we'll have traffic and weather together coming up next.
No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. Six twenty-seven right now on the Get Up and Go Show. Looks like the highways and byways are free and clear of accidents right now. Ninety-five smooth sailing along with the Florida Turnpike and all your side streets as well. That's your latest look at traffic. Seventy-four degrees under cloudy skies this morning here in Martin County. Let's take a look at your weather from WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 60s and 70s towards the coast and 50s inland under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the mid to upper 70s mainly dry with low humidity. Tomorrow, highs in the low 80s, scattered showers and storms developing around the lake for the afternoon, then pushing towards the coast for the evening hours. The SPC placing the entire viewing area under a level 1 out of 5 threat for severe weather tomorrow. Wednesday, highs in the mid-80s with another round of scattered afternoon showers and storms and another risk for isolated severe thunderstorms. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. at Mark Brechtville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Tinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. Hello, this is Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group. We are a local independent insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-50-80. Sweet 102. Slim Body Laser 
With a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Boost three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email. WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. It is 631 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. Of course, we always have open phones. You're more than welcome to call the program. 220-9788-220-WSTU. That is our number here in our Palatial Studios. Give us a call if you have anything that you would uh, like to discuss this morning. Let's do uh, some viral videos. So I found two this morning that I wanted to have a conversation about. The first one is a reporter by the name of Gene Kang. He was covering a fatal hit-and-run story just the other day, and it was pointing out one of the most dangerous streets in L.A., which is Hoover and 84th Street. And then, while he was pointing it out, an accident happened right behind him. And you'll hear a couple of bleeps in the video, because I guessed he had a little bit of a potty mouth. So let's listen. You see Hoover Street here. Officials say it's one of the most dangerous streets in all of Los Angeles. And now... Yeah. Yeah, so while this guy is on the air broadcasting and reporting from an area where it's very dangerous... An accident happens right while he's on the air. Now, all of a sudden, this video is going viral. Unbelievable. Um, here's another viral video. It's in honor of Black History Month. A high school teacher asked his gym class students to name the Queen of Soul. Now, five out of six of the kids were completely stumped. And the last kid was asked to name the King of Pop. And the kid replies, Tupac. Now, this is pretty funny. This is definitely funny because these kids are completely clueless. All right, listen in. What artist was known as a queen of soul? What? Oh, I got... Oh, no. What artist was known as a queen of soul? Uh, 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 Up and down. Up and down. What artist was known as a queen of soul? I don't know. Up and down. What artist was known as a queen of soul? What artist was known as what artist was known? Stop running. Yes. What artist? What artist was known as king of pop? King of who? King of pop. Tupac. Tupac queen of soul. Wait, what? So what he was doing? He was making these kids run in place in gym, and then if you got it right, you can go sit down. If you didn't get it right, you have to give them what's called up and downs. And these up and downs are basically push-ups is what it was. 
So the first five kids could not name the Queen of Soul. They uh, they were just completely dumbfounded. Then the sixth kid, he names and says Aretha Franklin, and he tells the kid to go sit down. Then the next kid he asks, who's who's the uh, King of Pop? And the there's somebody in the background that says the Queen of Pop. I'm like Queen of Pop? No, it's the King of Pop. And then he goes Tupac, and he had to do the up and downs. But the King of Pop, of course, we all know is uh, Michael Jackson. So um, it just goes to show you a lot of the kids um, nowadays they just um, they just don't know what the heck's going on. They really don't. I found an article the other day. I was reading uh, my favorite publication, as most of you know, and it's called 13 Ways to Be Nicer." Even when you're, even when you really don't feel like it. If the foot shaking under the table doesn't give you away, then the gum snapping certainly does. You're anxious, and however you cope with your anxiety or don't, recent research reveals an all-natural fix. Just be nice. Turns out that good deeds or kind acts can make socially anxious people feel a lot better. So whether you suffer from anxiety or just need a way to boost your mood, here are 13 everyday ways to do something nice for somebody and make yourself feel better while you're in the process. Coming in at number 13, when you go to the restaurant, overtip your waiter. Now, I've done that a bazillion times. I have overtipped my waiter like you have no idea. My wife will do it too. Because we're a firm believer that if you have good service, then you deserve to be tipped properly. If you're given good service, you need to tip that person properly. But we always over-tip anyway. We do like 20-25%. That's just us. Coming in at number 12, give a genuine compliment to somebody. Don't be fake about it. Don't don't just tell somebody their hair looks good just to tell them to make them feel good. Be genuine about it. Coming in at number 11, if somebody needs a ride to the airport, just offer to take them to the airport. You don't have to say good riddance. Sure, I'll take you. Just take them to the airport. Um, coming in at number 10, volunteer to run an errand for a busy coworker. So if you have somebody that's busy and they need to go do some errands, offer to go help them with that errand. Coming in at number nine, visit family members you haven't seen in quite some time. If you're uh, just joining us, uh, we're talking about 13 ways to be nicer. Coming in at number eight, let somebody go ahead of you in line at the movies or even the grocery store. Now, I will do that at the grocery store. If I see somebody behind me that has like maybe three or four items and I've got a whole basket full of stuff, I will do that. I have no issues at all letting somebody go ahead of me. I can be very patient. Coming in at number seven, make small talk with the cashier at your dry cleaner. Why not? They could be there all day long working by themselves. Ask them how their day's... Well, maybe don't ask them how their day's going, but make small talk with them. Make them feel important. Coming in at number six, babysit for your neighbor's kids while she takes a nap or he takes a nap. 
Now, I'll do that if, uh, you know, my, my son or my daughter-in-law, they're just exhausted and they need somebody to watch little Ezra. Then I'll go over there and I'll watch Ezra, you know, or Ashton so they can take a nap and just relax for a little bit. I'll be more than happy to do that even for the neighbor. Coming in at number five, pay the toll for the person in the car behind you. Now, I've done something similar to that where I'll go to a fast food restaurant and I'll pay for the person's food behind me and then just drive away and go somewhere and park and watch and see if that that chain reaction happens and see how long it goes for. I think that's pretty cool. Coming in at number four, smile and make eye contact with people in the grocery store. I'll do that. I'll walk up to a complete stranger and just ask them how their day's going or tell them to have a nice day. Coming in at number three, offer to stay late and help clean up at your friend's party. I can't tell you how many times every year that when the wife and I, we throw a holiday get-together at our home, which we're going to be doing this year. We're back uh, to doing that. We've been doing it for the last 10 years. This will be the 11th year. That people will stay and they will offer to help clean up. And I think that's very nice of them. A lot of people, they just come for the food and they leave. Doing something different this year at the Nine household. If you want to come to our yearly holiday get-together, you have to bring a new unwrapped toy. That's your entrance. That's the way we want to do things. This way... The not-so-fortunate kids will have some gifts this year. Coming in at number two, when you're driving, let someone merge into your lane. Don't be a stickler. Don't creep up. Don't hit the gas so they can't get in. Just let them in. Give them a smile and give them a wave. And the number one way to be nice is buy a coworker her favorite from Starbucks next time you stop for your morning coffee. There you go. That's a... 13 different ways that you can possibly humanly be nicer to somebody. Time now, 641 on the Get Up and Go Show. The Humane Society of the Treasure Coast invites you to family owned and operated for 2022 Runners and walkers can join early in the morning for a 5K and 10K race event. Following the run, the community is invited to attend the free and dog-friendly Mutt March Festival at Memorial Park. All the fun is happening on Saturday, March 26th at Memorial Park in downtown Stewart. Learn more about the Mutt March 5K, 10K, and festival at hstc1.org. Again, that website is hstc1.org. In retirement, it's all about income, not spending down your principal. And anyone who tells you otherwise simply does not understand proper retirement planning. Hi, I'm Michael Burley of P-Capital Management, inviting you to tune in to the Retirement Income Program. Powerful truths that you must know and understand so you may live the retirement you deserve. The key to retirement success is income. Tune in to the Retirement Income Program right here every Monday morning at 11. Ellie's Downtown Deli is looking for fresh new faces with great outgoing personality and willing to work as a big team. Ellie's Original Downtown Deli and Ellie's Dockside Deli are looking for you. Ellie's is a fast-paced, busy operation that is looking for counter help, to-go packaging, waitresses and waiters, kitchen prep and cooks. Reach out now and set up your appointment at 772-781-6605 or email chefmarkmuller at gmail.com. 
first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi. This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. The new smartphone app providing farmers instant access to market data. That's coming up on This Land of Ours. I'm Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed. Everyone knows Florida grows the world's best produce. From citrus to strawberries, watermelon to blueberries, our produce growers feed our families and the world. With over $125 million in annual revenue for growers, the Fresh from Florida program helps Florida farmers stay competitive in a tough marketplace. Learn more at followfreshfromflorida.com. spend so much time caring for the land, Mom. When he's taking care of the land, he's really taking care of us. How? He wants us to have clean water to drink, fresh air to breathe, wildlife to enjoy, and he wants to leave this land better than he found it. Sounds like Daddy loves us a lot. He sure does. Conservation, there's something in it for you. Call or visit your local USDA service center. Brought to you by the Natural Resources Conservation Service. Southeast Agnet is social. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, where you can be sure to find all of the agriculture news for the Southeast. The USDA has launched USDA Market News, a free mobile app designed to give producers quick and easy access to recently published market information right at their fingertips, no matter where they are. Producers can search for markets based on location, by states, or commodity. They can easily add reports to the favorites feature for quick access, share reports with colleagues, subscribe to reports, and Kentucky is supposed to be... Report is published. The app is said to be very simple to use and includes built-in tutorials to help you get the most out of your experience. The app was recently introduced at the Cattle Industry Convention and National Cattlemen's Beef Association trade show, a fitting venue because the initial version of the app includes nearly 800 livestock, poultry, and grain market reports. I'm Kathy Isom, Southeast Agnet. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. It is 646 on the Get Up and Go Show. We're going to join in now once again with G and Bonnie. Going on. And I think they have uh, just as many teams as the guys do this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, even people who aren't fans can become invested if they if they do NCAA brackets like we do. At work or online, the odds of finishing with a perfect bracket, guessing uh, all the games correctly. And what did you say it was? 120 million. It's one in 120 billion. Billion? Can Wait, you believe oh that? Oh my gosh, I was way off. What, 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 <laughs> that, that, that was a good guess, though. You've um, got to be kidding me. One in 120 billion. Oh my, oh my word. No, Is I, everybody in the world and their sheeps and llamas playing too? Even Evan Nine's going to play this year. That's right. <laughs> Evan Neva's going to get in the mix. 50 million people have participated 
in the bracket pools already. Mm. And Bonnie just completed her oh, first yeah. one. Yeah. And according to WalletHub, there's a 19% increase in beer sales during March Madness, 19% oh, in pizza. What about they didn't, they didn't do wings, though. Know what that, what yeah, I wonder what that's all about. Oh, yeah. They only want wings during the Super Bowl, I guess. Hmm. <laughs> now, now I don't... Evan texted me, and uh, I guess he knows a, a thing or two about bathroom etiquette. But before before you get into that, Evan, mm-hmm. do you the, the roll over or under the roll? Um, it, whatever way it lands on the holder is the way it lands on the holder. Oh, you don't switch it around if it's not. No, because you know what? In the end result, it all goes to one place. Oh, okay, I understand. That's right. Now, what about this bathroom etiquette you were talking about? Well, I found an article the other day in one of my favorite magazines. Bonnie, would you please tell them what my favorite magazine is? It's not Red Book. I always say Red Book. Red Book. It's he takes a look in Cosmopolitan. Oh, he likes that? Yeah, I read Cosmo, the digital version, when I'm in my office. He wants to be on the cover. Yeah, eventually. (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you know, the two-thirds of Americans say they refuse to go to the bathroom at work, more preferably number two. Well, yeah, nobody likes to do that. Right, and they'd rather hold it all day until they get home. Mm. Now, on average, they hold it for about two and a half hours, and men are more likely to hold it than women. They say 74% of guys are holders compared to 65% of women. So they came up with a list of the top five Wedding, uh, wedding, top five bathroom etiquette rules that you need to follow when you go in a public bathroom. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the first one is don't look between the gaps in the bathroom stall. You know those gaps that are there? Yeah, the little, the little space there. Yeah, what, yeah. What, don't, what, to see if somebody's in there? Yeah, don't peek. Never well, peek. Well, don't you, don't you just look at the floor Wait, to see if that, you see their feet? No, is because that... depends if their feet are long enough, they may not even hit the floor. <laughs> Peeking from the outside or yeah. from the inside? From the outside, from the outside, outside in, in. yeah. If, oh. if you're not sure if somebody's in there, just touch the door if it yeah, opens. And if, yeah, if it doesn't open and you know somebody's in there. Yeah. Well, then unless, again, you're in, un- unless you're in one of these high-end places where it says <laughs> occupied as soon as they lock the door. Yes, but. excuse me. Here's, oh, here, yeah. here's oh. another one for you. <laughs> Don't talk to someone while you're while they're going to the bathroom. Well, <laughs> Don't again, strike up I, a I've conversation. We've heard stories of stars that were at the urinal in a bathroom and the guy next to him going, oh, hey, you're Tom Brady, and tries to shake the guy's hand while you're in the <laughs> Dude, I'm in the bathroom. Take it. <laughs> well, what you going to do? You might not even see him out of the bathroom, so well, you got to say hi while you're in there. Well, speaking of urinal, when possible, keep one urinal distance between you and the next person, they say. Well, that makes sense, Evan. If there's yeah. if there's five urinals and there's one guy at, at one of the urinals, you're mm-hmm. not going to go to the urinal right next to him. No. You're definitely going to skip one. You no. might give him a little splash. <laughs> I can't well, believe that. If you, that if, you, if you sprinkle when you tinkle, <laughs> there you go. be neat and wipe the seat. Man, Be a sweetie and wipe the seaty. Oh, now, see, Bonnie's, like Bonnie's never experienced this, but us as guys, when we use the urinal, Sometimes in places they'll put a bullseye in there. Gee, have you ever seen a bullseye down in the bottom of a urinal? Don't you guys have one at Met Stadium at that Clover Park? I think you guys have one at Clover Park. I don't know. I've never taken a look before. Oh, that's right. You got your own bathroom up there in the the suite area. Yeah, your bathrooms have a bullseye, and it's something about uh, hitting a a home run or something. I don't know, but yeah. All right. So here's another one. Here's two more for you. Uh, This one is avoid unnecessary noises like grunting. (laughs) <laughs> Some people are just not embarrassed about stuff like that, right? 
I mean, I've been in the, I've been in the bathroom before in, in, in the public bathroom. You hear the guy go. <laughs> <laughs> That's my like, dude. Aren't you embarrassed to make that sound? I, I get embarrassed because I I would see other women's reactions sometimes. <laughs> like you'll be out of the stall. <laughs> it's like something's wrong with you. The air is coming out of you. What the heck is wrong here? Like, all right, here's here's yeah. one more for you. These these next three all tied. For one, it says that you shouldn't stay in there longer than necessary. Don't take phone calls while you're sitting down. And when you're at the urinal, God, never make eye contact with the person next to you. Mm, well, I don't know about that, but yeah. Well, you, you, you do. You do think you're in your own world when you go in there. You like put your yeah. blinders on. And you should be in your own world because that's a private matter, mm. you know. Ev- Evan, I'm going to bring back a memory. All right. When you used to go to the club and that dude was in there with the cologne. Oh, my gosh. Right? The guy that the bathroom valet attendant. Now, Evan, what was the purpose of that? I mean, I can dry my own hands. Right. I mean, I already have the cologne on that I wore mm-hmm. to the club. Why would I need you to give me more? Well, he had more than cologne. He had the towels. He had the combs. He had the brushes. Wow. He had a full vanity set up for you. And a tip jar, of course. I got to tell you, I felt very uncomfortable with the dude because I don't want him giving me a towel. I don't want him doing nothing. I don't want none of your stuff. And I don't want to give you a dollar. No. What if he gives you some poo-poo fragrance? You know, (laughs) like, (laughs) you know, that stuff. I wonder if that still still happens because that was in the, what was that? was in the 80s and 90s when you'd go to a club and that guy would be in there. Was there a girl in the ladies room, Bonnie? I've never witnessed that. You know know where I've seen a bathroom valet? At the South Florida Fair. They still have them to this day. The guy is in there in the men's room. He's more so cleaning up and, you know, and things like that. But he does have a tip jar in there. Does he provide you with some crackers before you go on (laughs) in? Sure. Why not? (laughs) But every cologne you can think of. I mean, Bonnie, all the the popular colognes that were out in those days all lined up there. Oh, Oh, gee, can you name a few of them? Yeah, I can name my Drakkar. Uh, Lager, Lagerfeld. Okay, how about Brute? Brute. Aramis. Halston, Aramis. Um, Blue. Uh, cool Water. Cool Water is a good one. I like yeah. Cool Water. That in Drakkar, like you mentioned. Oh, Drakkar is really amazing. Drakkar is really good. Yeah, but Drakkar never goes away. I mean, you 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 put your Dracar on and you yeah. have a suit on and you put your suit in your closet. Your your closet will smell like Dracar for weeks. You yes. don't even have to dry clean it. Just no. have it up there for days, smelling like Dracar. Yeah, let me it. take this quick call, uh, Evan. Good morning. You're on the radio. Hey there. Oh, the bathroom jockeys are in the strip clubs too. Oh, they oh they are in the strip clubs. <laughs> oh, gee, <laughs> that's wow. where you'd basically find them the most probably. The bathroom jockeys. I, I like, like that. That's one. a good name for it. Yeah, it really is. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> You know, this is new to me because, like, this this is a big city thing, well, right? Well, maybe they didn't do it in the ladies, ladies three four zero fifteen ninety. Bonnie hasn't experienced it, but uh, no. ladies, if you've if you've experienced, it. what what was it? This was late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, you know, something like the whole that. 90s yeah. or something. This is back to the JW's days down in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. I wonder so, how you get a job being one of those. And I, but I can't imagine it happened in the men's room and not in the ladies' room. Oh, I would the, think there'd be a valet yeah. in there too. Would Gee, you, I would see these guys yeah. walk in with a suitcase. Full oh. of of just all this stuff, and they'd set up shop. And then do you tip them as you go? Yeah, in? that do was the whole. Yeah, that oh. was the thing. You better tip them. That's why they're doing it. That's yeah. why they're. They're oh. not in there just because they like you. They're there to make money, mm-hmm. and uh, you that you feel like 
And and you don't even ask for this, Bonnie. All of a sudden, you just wash your hands. There he is, right there, giving you the towel. Puts the towel right in your hand. Now I got to give him a dollar. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to give you anything, and I don't want the towel. But what do you go? What do you say? No, dude, I don't need a towel. You probably found them in airports too. Maybe like an airport would be. I've only seen them in clubs, but like like the caller just said, uh, strip bars too. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They got to give you a towel when you guys start to bathroom jockeys. Well, thanks for bringing back all those memories, Evan. Thank you, Lord. And at 6.55, Bonnie Ashley with a look at news. Investigators in Martin County said they have identified body parts that were found earlier in the week at the Hungryland Wildlife Preserve. Detectives said the arm, hand, and part of a leg found Thursday near a gator-infested canal are believed to be that of 43-year-old Dustin Davis Mills of St. Lucie County. The medical examiner was able to obtain fingerprints from the victim's hand, which was located near a large alligator that was guarding the body part. A second body part was located on the bank of a different canal, about a mile from the first location. Detectives, the sheriff's office dive team, and FWC officers spent Thursday combing hundreds of acres of the preserve, searching for the remainder of Mill's body. Detectives suspect that Mills was the victim of a homicide. A WPTV uh, viewer recorded video on Friday afternoon of a tornado in Martin County. Rosie Shiskowski said she was driving home from work at about 4.30 p.m. when she spotted the funnel cloud. She said the storm was in the vicinity of Rio and Jensen Beach. Shiskowski said the video was taken on North Dixie Highway near Northeast Beacon Drive. She said she was driving west near Mrs. Peter's smokehouse when she spotted the storm. WPTV First Alert Chief Meteorologist Steve Weagle sent the video to the National Weather Service in Melbourne, where they later confirmed Friday evening that a brief tornado touched down in the Rio neighborhood approximately 4.24 p.m., with peak winds estimated at 60 to 65 miles per hour. The nearly stationary tornado caused some damage, including downed tree branches and fences, NWS said. There have been no reports from injuries. And a pedestrian was struck and killed by a tri-rail train in West Palm Beach Friday evening, according to the West Palm Beach Police Department. Police said the train struck the victim on the tracks north of Forest Hills Boulevard. The train, carrying 80 passengers, stopped completely south of the crossing. News time is 6.57 as we take a look at traffic right here on the Treasure Coast. Our roads are looking nice and clear for your Monday morning. Drive safely if you're heading out. And call us when you see traffic at 340-1590. Sales at Barnes & Noble. 6.58 on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for a look at weather from WPTV. It's 68 degrees under cloudy skies. Your WPTV First Alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 60s and 70s towards the coast and 50s inland under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the mid to upper 70s mainly dry with low humidity. Tomorrow, highs in the low 80s, scattered showers and storms developing around the lake for the afternoon, then pushing towards the coast for the evening hours. The SPC placing the entire viewing area under a level 1 out of 5 threat for severe weather tomorrow. Wednesday, highs in the mid-80s with another round of scattered afternoon showers and storms and another risk for isolated severe thunderstorms. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. 
If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Now coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, Dr. John Millay is going to be here, superintendent from the Martin County School Board. He'll give us an update on everything that's been going on in the past week with the Martin County School System. So don't you dare go anywhere. Don't even touch that dial. We'll be back after the news right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is meeting today in Italy with China's top diplomat. And ahead of those talks, a U.S. official says Russia has asked China for military equipment to use in Ukraine. The Chinese government is dismissing that suggestion as disinformation. The U.S. is also warning China against helping Russia evade global sanctions that are hitting the Russian economy hard. The Biden administration says there would be consequences if that happens. And Simon, the invasion and those sanctions fueled a gas price surge, but it's leveled off the last few days. AAA's national average for regular remains about 4.32 a gallon. In New York City, police think they may have a serial shooter on the streets, as another homeless man was found gunned down in Lower Manhattan over the weekend. It follows two similar shootings of homeless people, one of them fatal, early Saturday morning by a masked gunman dressed in all black. Fox's Sal Grasso. This is similar to Washington, D.C., where three homeless men were attacked earlier this month and one died. And an Academy Award-winning actor has died, William Hurt. You keep coming after me and then looking down on me and starting to drive me batty. That was Hurt in broadcast news. He won an Oscar for his role in Kiss of the Spider-Woman. He was 71. America's listening to Fox News. Has this ever happened to you? My friend was telling me about his new pair of headphones, so I looked him up online. Now, everywhere I go is a creepy ad for those headphones I looked at one time. I hate that feeling like I'm being watched. I got DuckDuckGo and saw a difference right away. With one download, you can search and browse privately, avoiding trackers all for free. It's that simple. Take back your privacy online with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. No matter how big or small your business is. Earn back when you spend, get exclusive offers, and paint rewards. It all adds up to help level up your business. 
Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program today. Minimum purchase required. Earnings and pay rewards awarded as Lowe's e-gift cards. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Filed through 1231-22. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. U.S. only. Ukraine's president continues to plea for help to stop Russian airstrikes, but the U.S. is not budging, not willing to impose a no-fly zone. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby tells ABC's This Week. It is combat. You have to be willing to shoot and to be shot at. President Biden has made it clear that U.S. troops are not going to be fighting in Ukraine. Last week, Congress approved nearly $14 billion in more aid to Ukraine, but a group of lawmakers, Republicans and Democrats, wants to do even more. In a Sunday release, most of the members of the House's Problem Solvers Caucus took a stance urging the White House to do more to support Ukraine resistance against Russia. The caucus urged transfer of surface-to-air missile systems, drone support, and aircraft for Ukrainian pilots. The caucus specifically mentioned Soviet-era MiG-29 combat jets to defend the airspace. U.S. defense officials have balked at such a transfer, saying it could be construed by Russia as direct American involvement, thus escalating the conflict. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could rise. Dow futures up nearly 400 points. This after the Dow has dropped five weeks in a row. A star NFL quarterback not ready to pass up the game after all. Six weeks after announcing his retirement from the NFL, Brady says he's coming back after all. The 44-year-old Brady plans to return to the gridiron with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brady made the announcement on Twitter. He wrote, these past two months, I realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come. He ended the tweet with, unfinished business, LFG. Brady is a seven-time Super Bowl champ. He'll enter his 23rd season later this year. Bob Mortali, Fox News. March Madness is upon us. The NCAA tournament field is set. 68 teams. Gonzaga is the top overall seed. Arizona, Baylor, and Kansas also number one seeds. The first four play-in games start tomorrow. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Sky's the limit. Printing has gone insane cuckoo out of their minds. Buy a 1,000 business cards, get 1,500 free for only $89. That's right, just $89. Call 772-340-1090. That's 772-340-1090. And buy a 1,000 business cards and get 1,500 free. That's right, 1,500 free. Call now and buy a pair of 12 by 24 full-color card magnets and get 200 full-color two-sided business cards for free. Tax and design not included. Buy a 1,000 business cards, get 1,500 free for only $89. That's right, $89. Call today, 772-340-1090. 772-340-1090. Call 772-340-1090. Sky's the limit for all your printing needs and proud member of the Stuart Martin Chamber of Commerce. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. IRSC Tradition of Champions is continuing. Hi, I'm Benji Pierre of the men's basketball team at the River. The men's basketball team has achieved its fifth consecutive 20-win season for Coach Charlie Wilson. 
the RC Lady Pioneers are continuing their winning ways. Baseball and softball has started in the classroom. The entire athletic department is averaging better than a 3.2 GPA, with AC and athletes getting straight A's. The tradition of champions continues at the river. Live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Madam Announcer. Hour number two for me and you. Get the show on the road. All right, we'll get the show on the road. What? is this? This is a radio program. Intensive Good Radio is preparation. Yes, Intensive Good Radio is preparation. 707, Mr. Clock, would you do the honors? It's now 707 a.m. 707 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show. Welcome you into the program. This is hour number two. If uh, you have any comments, you want to give this call, the uh, the show a call this morning. Two two zero nine seven eight eight two two zero WSTU. That is our number here in the studio. It's time for us to do birthdays and anniversaries. If you're celebrating a birthday today, we uh, wish you a happy birthday, without a doubt. There we go. Had to fix something there. Um, Simone Biles, 25 years old today. That's the Olympic gold medalist. So before I go any further, today is March 14th, and if it is your birthday today, we wish you a happy birthday. I've got a birthday coming up this Thursday. That's right. I'll be 62 and proud of it. But today we're having a big birthday dinner at the house because it's the only day that I can get all my kids in one location. So I'll take it. Ansel Elgort, 28 years old today. Caleb in Divergent. Gus in the Fault in Our Stars. Stephen, or should I say, Stephen Curry is 34 years old today. The NBA All-Star and the Golden State Warriors point guard. Sasha Gray is 34. She had a major role as herself in Entourage. Jamie Bell is 36. That's Abraham Woodall. 
on AMC's Turn Washington's Spies. Taylor Hansen, 39 years old today. That's the middle brother in the Hansons. Chris Klein is 43. That's Oz in the American Pie movies. Corey Stahl is 46. That's Peter Russo on House of Cards. Daniel Gillies, 46 years old today. That's Elijah on the originals. Grace Park is 48. That's Catherine Kim on A Million Little Things. Christian Bush, 52. That's the masculine half of the country band Sugarland. Penny Johnson Gerald is 61. It's Captain Gates on Castle. Tamara Tooney is 63. She's the coroner on Law & Order SVU. Rick Dees, you remember him from all the uh, the top 40 hits and the countdowns, and he also did a song called Disco Duck. He's 72 years old today. Billy Crystal, 74. Quincy Jones, 89 years old today. He's been nominated for 80 Grammys, and he won 28. But his greatest accomplishment is siring Rashida Jones. Michael Caine, 89 years old today. It's Alfred in the Dark Knight Trilogy. Celebrating a birthday in the heavens, Kirby Puckett passed away in 2006. That's the Minnesota Twins legend. And gentleman that passed away in 1955, celebrating a birthday today, Albert Einstein. His classic quote, the hardest thing in the world to understand is the income tax. There you go. That's your birthdays and anniversaries. Time to go back in the day today. 44 years ago, actually 72 years ago, in 1950, the FBI began its 10 most wanted list. 54 years ago, in 1968, after three seasons of greatness, ABC aired the final episode of Batman, starring the one and only true original Batman, Adam West. Yes, Adam West. 50 years ago today, in 1972, Burt Reynolds was Cosmopolitan Magazine's first nude male centerfold. First nude male centerfold. 47 years ago today, in 75, Monty Python and the Holy Grail premiered in L.A. 42 years ago, in 1980, Def Leppard released their debut album, On Through the Night. 33 years ago, in 1989, Extreme released their self-titled debut album, which included... Mother. 32 years ago in 1990, at the 4th Soul Train Music Awards, Janet Jackson won Best Music Video. Soul to Soul won the Song of the Year. Quincy Jones was named Best Jazz Album for Back on the Block. 29 years ago in 93, Informer by Snow was number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. 27 years ago in 95, the Goo Goo Dolls released their breakthrough album, A Boy Named Goo. 24 years ago in 1998, Will Smith's song, Get Jiggy With It. That's right. Will Smith's song, Get Jiggy With It, was, I'll let you listen to it for a minute, was number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Yes. This is Will Smith getting jiggy with it. Uh, on your mark, ready, set, let's go. Dance for pro, I know, you know, I go psycho when my knee joint hit. Just can't sit, gotta get jiggy with it. That's it, now, honey, honey, come ride. TKMY, all up in my eyes. You gotta try to. There you go. Hmm. Interesting. 
Will Smith getting jiggy with it. Great tune, I must say. Great tune. If uh, you were listening to it way back in the day, well, it was always a good tune. There we go. I had to change something there. Okay, very good. Um, let's see here. 17 years ago in 2005, U2, The Pretenders, Percy Sledge, Buddy Guy, and The OJs were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 11 years ago in 2011, Alice Cooper, Neil Diamond, and Dr. John, Tom Watson, Leon Russell were all inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Man, lots of good stuff here. Today is National Napping Day. It falls one day after daylight savings time because that's where people are most sleep deprived. So if you want to take a nap today, go right on ahead. It's also National Potato Chip Day. On National Potato Chip Day, the snack will be enjoyed by millions all across the country. Yes, millions all across the country. We're going to join in right now with G and Bonnie. And we have nothing from them, probably because they're talking to Linda L. Salisbury. I'll uh, message him so this way we can hear what's going on. There we go. It's also oh, Canberra oh, Day. That's got to be just oh, there's Bonnie. Beautiful. Well, we got Linda L. Salisbury. They're talking with her right now, the plant lady. We're awaiting that. We're waiting to get hear what Linda has to say. While we're doing that, it's Constitution Day in the Andorra. It's also eight hours day. Celebrate the victory of workers of Australia and an eight hour work day with us. But she asked her There we go. Her favorite flower was. Yes. And then proceeded I'm hearing myself. That's okay. To decorate the whole garden. Mm-hmm. Are you hearing the echo? No, you, you're just hearing it, but keep going. Keep going. I'm going. I'm wanting to make sure. There's this one picture of, at the end of her pool, against the wall, she placed um, driftwood, driftwood and, and attached orchids to everything all across. Oh, that's driving me crazy. <laughs> Or helping drive me crazy. Well, just don't listen to the headset. Just talk into the phone and don't put it to your ear. Oh, what a brilliant! Oh, <laughs> you, my darling. Okay, so there's all kinds of orchids, and she also throws in um, art from nature, as I said, like a piece of driftwood, and then uh, the trailing ones, because you know, orchids don't need uh, any dirt. So you can put them up in the tree and they'll grow their air plants. They get every nutrition that they need from the air. So I think this is for you, Bonnie. Yeah, I remember like um, getting my orchid plant and then you go and buy this little vase or is it boss, mm. people like to say, but mm. with it with holes in it because it's a airy plant and then you want holes, I guess, in your vase. Uh, but there, an orchid is a plant uh, that like kind of likes to be left alone a little bit, right, Linda? Yes, they do. Absolutely correct. 
they are, what do you call it, um, bossy. <laughs> <laughs> they, are the, they boss you around. You, you're not bossing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they need very little fertilizer, if any. They do need water, but the holes, they like it to drift down, the water to drift down through. All right, well, and we've, we've talked about orchids a lot on this show. I mean, that's yeah. probably more, not as much as we talk about pruning, but uh, orchid, it's a really beautiful yeah. flower. Yeah, and there's there's so yeah. many businesses. You you go around, so many businesses around here where they have them outside and, you and know, they're, outside they're not for very, sale. They're not that hard to take care of, are they, Linda? No. In fact, we can ignore them. Okay, like like money. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to mention another favorite place is Odom's. It's about three miles from my house. Mm -hmm. So when you come to my house, guys, we'll take Bonnie to Odin. Oh, I would love it. It's a wholesaler, but they do sell to the public. Mm. Oh, yeah. I I, I got to go. And I never heard of Odom's. Why why is this the first I've heard of them? Oh, well, see, you need Linda. Because it's way up there in Linda's Linda's part of the woods. Yeah. And way the heck up there. Linda. Yeah. On Jenkins Road. Mm. Paul is it's up that between, way, too. Uh, Orange yeah. Avenue and Home Depot. All right. Well, we're talking with Linda L. Salisbury, ladies and gentlemen. She's hearing an echo today, so I'm going to get off the phone with her. She's an expert in identifying plant, lawn, and garden problems. She provides solutions to all that. And she's got a very cool Facebook page. Tell us about it, Linda. Yes, Linda Salisbury, L-Y-N-D-A-S-A-L-S-B-U-R-Y. White hair, white sunglasses. And, Linda, we certainly appreciate you. Enjoy this Monday. Go get you some food. But get some food in the house, okay? Yes. And milk the plants. I will. I don't think you milk right plants. On. Linda Lou Salisbury, she's the expert in identifying plant and lawn and garden problems. But she needs to uh, she needs to uh, get her priorities straight. She's feeding her plants before she feeds herself. Yeah. 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 She, she, needs some, she needs some protein <laughs> before she can go out and do all that. Evan, do you guys have a lot of plants in your backyard? Uh, no, not a one. We have a big hole in the ground with a lot of water. Oh, oh, yeah, that's what you have there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, do you guys still have that trampoline? <laughs> oh, are you kidding? That's been long done gone. We replaced it with a big old pool. No, wait a minute. How long did y'all have that? Mm. Was it more than a, less than a year? We had it about a year or so, but then we found out that the homeowner's insurance wanted to be increased because of that, because that's a liability. Well, heck, yeah, you jump on that thing and fall the wrong way. You yeah. Jump up, you, yeah I can so we got rid of it, and instead we put a pool with a big old screen and patio in. Oh, okay. And, and of course, the uh, golf cart. Oh, well, are you kidding? Oh. <laughs> with, the, with the rims on it. Does yes. the whole family, the does the whole family ride in the golf cart? <laughs> yeah, we actually, you know, I just had the lights put underneath it, the LED lights, so it looks really cool. Oh, that's crazy. So, uh, but yeah, we we go for rides around the neighborhood. And Don't tell me you've got like a Bose sound system in that bad boy. Dude, I just put in a JBL sound system. Oh, oh my God. God. Let me send this over to Bonnie Ashley for these stories. <laughs> you know, he should deliver some ice cream and put ice cream sounds in that. No. Yeah, put Mr. Mr. Wait till you see it at Christmas time. The neighborhood. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, gas prices in Florida are reaching a record high. Uh, $4.38 a gallon. On Friday, AAA reports the statewide average is down to 4.34 today. And the state legislative session is set to wrap up this afternoon. Eric Rod Erica Rodriguez reports. 
Republicans are expected to pass on to the governor a record more than $112 billion state budget, about $3.5 billion of it coming from federal stimulus money. The budget includes significant investment in public safety, education, infrastructure, and state employees. Senator Appropriations Chair Kelly Stargell adds all state employees will get a more than 5% raise, but North Miami Beach Senator Jason Pizzo questions why a dozen school districts that issued student mask mandates defying the governor's orders won't get to share $200 million in additional school recognition program funding. Is that fair to reward others that decided to go with Ron and not Joe? The dozen districts aren't having their budgets cut. I'm Eric Rodriguez. Florida school districts could be rewarded for having less restrictive face mask policies. Proposed state budget includes $200 million in recognition money for 55 school districts. WPTV's Stephanie Suskind reporting. Well, this was a plan the Palm Beach County School Superintendent called unfounded, unprecedented, and unjust. The Putting Parents First adjustment was going to pull $28 million from Palm Beach County and almost a million and a half from Indian River County, among others, as punishment for having mask mandates earlier this school year. Now, instead, $200 million will be in what's called a school recognition fund, which will reward the 55 other school districts that allowed students to opt out of wearing masks. That includes Martin, St. Lucie, and Okeechobee counties. High-performing schools in those counties will be eligible for a share of the $200 million. Palm Beach, Indian River, and the 10 other counties that had mask mandates will not. What this fund is doing is saying, hey, you, you followed the law and your kids in your class or in your school is doing well, you have the, the ability to, to draw down some of these resources. Should you have broken the law uh, and, and uh, you, don't, you don't receive those resources. Now, some Democrats still take issue with this plan because they say it penalizes districts that were doing what was in the best interest of the health and safety of students at that time. Once again, the House and Senate expected to vote on that budget on Monday. A Lake Park brewery has adopted a stray cat, and it becomes a mainstay of their tap room. And here's WPTV's Ashley Walters with the heartwarming story. It began with a game of chance where the winners get paid and the losers enjoy a nice cold beer. But this has nothing to do with being the first to fill your card to win a game of bingo. It is about letting destiny crawl into your tap room. This is Kismet, the brewery cat. He was rescued by Sarah and Charles in October 2020. When Kismet found his way into Coastal Karma, he was in dire straits. He had a pretty long list of things that were wrong with him. He was a stray for seven years. I think he's about seven years old. Um, He's missing a lot of teeth. He was pretty beat up, really underweight, had a lot of health issues going on took him to the vet and they diagnosed him with uh, stage four kidney disease and he had some other health issues, but nothing major other than the kidney disease part. Sarah said that veterinarian gave Kismet a short time to live due to his poor kidney condition. His condition was expected to worsen, but Kismet had other ideas. Five months later, took him to the vet. They wanted to run his numbers again on the kidneys to see how they were doing to modify the program that we had him on. And he came back uh, normal kidney function. After conquering stage four liver disease, Kismet developed a mild skin condition, which required him to wear shirts so he wouldn't lick his skin. He would lick until he would bleed. We would come in and his he would have bare arms. Um, so we'd have to put these long sleeve shirts on. And his skin condition is now better. 
unless he starts licking again, I don't plan on putting him back in his adorable pajamas that everybody loves because he really does not agree. After beating his health conditions and winning the hearts of his newfound owners, Kismet has made the taproom of Coastal Karma Brewing Company his forever home. Charles says Kismet even sensed his newfound health, and it transformed his personality. Way to go, Kismet. Just was rooting for that cat throughout that story. Our news time is 726. We'll have weather and traffic together next. Time for a look at sports right now. The uh, 44-year-old... will be joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, whom he played with for the past two seasons. That's right, Tom Brady is back. Brady earned his seventh Super Bowl ring with Tampa at the conclusion of the 2020 season after his 20-year tenure with the New England Patriots came to an end. These past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates, and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible, and I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business is what he says. Coming up on 728, we'll have a look at traffic and weather together coming up next. Certified public accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. Time now is coming up on 729, and man, do we have a lot of activity out there. Let's get right to it. Got a crash on Canner Highway. Uh, says that it's an uh, investigation going on right now around the, it's around 25818 Canner Highway at the Lake Point Restoration Area. No uh, tie-ups or anything like that. Also 95 southbound by Gatlin Boulevard. There's an accident, random debris in the road. And as we look at this one, there's an accident uh, up in the Vero Beach area on 66th Avenue. A little bit of roadblock going on as well. That's your latest look at traffic. 67 degrees under partly cloudy skies. Let's take a look at weather from WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 60s and 70s towards the coast and 50s inland under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the mid to upper 70s mainly dry with low humidity. Tomorrow, highs in the low 80s, scattered showers and storms developing around the lake for the afternoon, then pushing towards the coast for the evening hours. The SPC placing the entire viewing area under a level 1 out of 5 threat for severe weather tomorrow. 
Wednesday, highs in the mid-80s with another round of scattered afternoon showers and storms and another risk for isolated severe thunderstorms. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Working remotely, internet shopping, retail space, and rental income have been hit hard by COVID. If you're looking to restructure your debt, obtain financing or equity, Commercial Mortgage can help you out. Tim Mullen at Commercial Mortgage has been providing debt restructuring services since 2003. Tim never charges a front fee and all consultations are free. Tim only gets paid if he provides you a debt workout. Looking for a debt solution or financing? Give Tim a call at 772-872-6099 or visit commercialmortgagellc.com to schedule your free consultation. The Humane Society of the Treasure Coast invites you to participate in the 2022 Mutt March. Runners and walkers can join early in the morning for a 5K and 10K race event. Following the run, the community is invited to attend the free and dog-friendly Mutt March Festival at Memorial Park. All the fun is happening on Saturday, March 26th at Memorial Park in downtown Stewart. Learn more about the Mutt March 5K, 10K, and festival at hstc1.org. Again, that website is hstc1.org. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. Hi, this is President Donald Trump, and I'd like to invite you to join me at the American Freedom Tour in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th at the Florida Live Arena. We'll be live and in person along with my son Don, Kimberly Guilfoyle, Dan Bongino, Candace Owens, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and many other incredible patriots. We will be talking about how to defend our jobs, our borders, our liberty, and our God-given rights. I hope you'll join me in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th. It's the only time this event will be coming to South Florida. If you want to sign up to get your tickets for the American Freedom Tour, you have to go to AmericanFreedomTour.com and do it right away. I think they're going to be selling very quickly, and I hope to see you there. I look forward to it. We're going to have a lot of fun. Go to AmericanFreedomTour.com for tickets as low as $9. The American Freedom Tour in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th at the FLA Live Arena. Once again, that's AmericanFreedomTour.com. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. This is not headline news. Only 40 days after retiring, Tom Brady announced yesterday he's returning to play for the Buccaneers. The main reason Brady's unretiring? He found out firsthand what it's like to spend 40 days with the wife and kids. Today is National Napping Day, or as the morning show knows it, just another day. Nick Cannon's daytime TV show was canceled. That's a shocker. I mean the fact that Nick Cannon had a daytime TV show. And Hollywood is shipping military gear to Ukraine to use in the war. So far, the items doing the most damage are Alec Baldwin's prop guns. 
This is not headline news. From not headline news, we go to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for stupid news. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? All right. So, give me a minute here, folks. Because my computer just went haywire. There we go. Had to fix it. All right. So now that we got that fixed, let's go to Louisville, Kentucky for our first stupid news story. Where officers in Louisville, they seized four pounds of marijuana last week that was hidden inside a box of Lucky Charms. That's right. Four pounds in a box of Lucky Charms. A CBP drug dog named Carrie alerted officials last Thursday to a shipment of cereal heading from Louisville to a private residence in Great Britain. When officers opened the box to take a closer look, they saw that the cereal contained more than hearts, clovers, stars, and red balloon marshmallow pieces. They contained vacuumed, sealed bags of marijuana, otherwise known as marijuana, 420, which a lot of you know it as. Well, they found out who did that, and they got arrested. Note to self, never put marijuana in a box of cereal and have a drug dog sniff it, because they won't be eating the cereal, they'll be detecting your marijuana. Let's go to Sitka, Alaska, where a woman is facing charges after driving a school bus while under the influence with 21 kids on board. Now, police received a report that the 61-year-old bus driver was swerving, hitting a parked vehicle, and a street sign. Now, when officers showed up, they found the bus on the wrong side of the road on the sidewalk. The bus continued on in the wrong lane and nearly hit a marked police car after officers attempts to stop the driver with lights and sirens the bus continued on driving onto the sidewalk and curbs and eventually stopped on a sidewalk where the bus driver was finally taken into custody none of the 21 elementary school kids on board the bus were injured or hurt at that time Be a little leery about letting my kids on a bus after reading that one. A woman on TikTok shared footage from her ring camera showing a real estate agent coming to her house when she wasn't even home, walking around to the back door, going in and opening the front door for a group of prospective buyers. Her house is not on the market, and she had no idea who the realtor was. Now, she was at work about 30 minutes away when she got the security alerts from her ring cameras. So, what does she do? She calls the police, and she rushed home. By that point, the realtor had already spent 20 minutes leading a tour through all the rooms of her house. The woman, the police, and the realtor all talked it out, and it sounds like no charges will be made against the realtor. He apologized for the mistake and said there were a series of coincidences, like the owner of the house he was supposed to show telling him to enter through the back door. 
For what it's worth, the realtor also said that none of the buyers were interested in the woman's house. So that was pretty much a wasted trip, so to speak. Unbelievable. Completely unbelievable. A 28-year-old guy in California named Clemente Martinez got arrested for impersonating a police officer yesterday after he tried to pull over an actual police officer. Oh, boy. His white car had red and blue flashing lights, so it looked like an unmarked police car. But the off-duty cop he tried to pull over knew better. Once Clemente realized he was caught, he claimed that he thought he was pulling over a drunk driver. He said he just wanted to warn them about how dangerous and irresponsible drunk driving is. But then it turned out he was the one driving drunk. They tested his blood level in the alcohol, and it was over the legal limit. He was also driving on a suspended license from previous DUIs. Ooh, not good. Not good at all. A little hint there. Don't drive drunk. Or don't pretend to be a police officer. We're going to go to Washington State for our final stupid news story where a man was found unconscious in a Jaguar with the car running. The police woke him up and later found $2,726 in cash in the car along with $200,000 in drugs including meth, heroin, cocaine, and pills. Oh, and by the way, there was also a gun. So um, anytime soon, if you're planning on buying a Jaguar and you're going to go to sleep in the Jaguar, I highly suggest you don't do it with drugs in your car because you will eventually lose your Jaguar. You see where I went there? I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Uh, time now is 7.40 on the Get Up and Go Show. We'll be right back. Go Show, we'll be right back. Life has taught you many lessons. Like, all you can eat is strangely unsatisfying. That's why it's better to have what you actually need. You've also learned that one size fits all never seems to fit. That's why a Cigna Medicare Advantage plan gives you care that fits your specific health needs. Learn more at CignaMedicare.com. Because life has taught you well. Cigna is contracted with Medicare for P2P plans, HMO, and PPO plans in select states and with select state Medicaid programs. Enrollment in Cigna depends on contract renewal. The Humane Society of the Treasure Coast invites you to participate in the 2022 Mutt March. Runners and walkers can join early in the morning for a 5K and 10K race event. Following the run, the community is invited to attend the free and dog-friendly Mutt March Festival at Memorial Park. All the fun is happening on Saturday, March 26th at Memorial Park in downtown Stewart. Learn more about the Mutt March 5K, 10K, and festival at hstc1.org. Again, that website is hstc1.org. The professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives 
businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. Ellie's Downtown Deli is looking for fresh new faces with great outgoing personality and willing to work as a big team. Ellie's Original Downtown Deli and Ellie's Dockside Deli are looking for you. Ellie's is a fast-paced, busy operation that is looking for counter help, to-go packaging, waitresses and waiters, kitchen prep, and cooks. Reach out now and set up your appointment at 772-781-6605 or email chefmarkmuller at gmail.com. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Do you use catering services for client seminars and other marketing activities? Do you sometimes have working lunches? Ellie's Downtown Deli has great fresh food and first-class presentation. Do you know how important it is to make a great impression? Well, you'll make that great impression with chef-prepared business catering from Ellie's Downtown Deli. From simple lunchbox drop-offs to buffet setup and breakdown, you'll always enjoy tasty cuisine tastefully presented. And with Ellie's Downtown Downtown Deli, going first class for them is second to none. So why not enjoy lunch right outside on their patio area? This is Chef Mark Muller of Ellie's Downtown Deli. Drop on by or give us a call to find out why our business catering means business for your business. Ellie's Downtown Deli, located at 18 Southeast 6th Street in Stewart, just off Colorado Avenue. Call 772-781-6605 or visit elliesdowntowndeli.com. Today in Ag News from the Southeast Ag Network, well, the Florida legislative session was originally scheduled to end last Friday, March the 11th, but being an agreement had not been reached on the budget by last Tuesday, the session will now wrap up today. That is, if lawmakers vote to pass the budget they agreed upon last Thursday. House and Senate negotiators finished a record $112 billion budget for the upcoming 2022-2023 fiscal year, and it now clears the way for a vote to be taken this afternoon. Florida Cattlemen's Association's Director of Governmental Affairs, Sam Hart, explains why the vote cannot be taken until then. Florida requires that the budget be in print three days prior to a vote, and that happened on Thursday uh, around 2 o'clock. So from the Cattlemen's Association uh, point of view, we had a very successful year, not only on the budget side, but also on the tax side. In Florida, everything is taxed, and you have to have an exemption if you don't want to be taxed. There's an exemption for groceries. There's an exemption for pharmaceuticals. So we have been asking for years for a tax exemption for fences. The state requires us to have the fence in livestock, but yet you pay a sales tax when you do it. And right now, a fence is around $2 
per foot to build. It's, it's $11,000 a mile to have a fence built on your farm, and you pay a sales tax on it. And this year, the legislature was kind enough to put in a sales tax exemption for that, so we feel like we've had a good year. The rest of agriculture, IFAS, uh, everybody else look good this year, too? Yeah, it was a good year for funding overall. The, the budget uh, was flush. We also were able to get a $3 million boost for the UF College of Veterinary Medicine. Uh, there was another $2 million that went in for the ICAS Artificial Intelligence Ecosystem uh, Project. We were able to secure a $1 million for the Cattle Enhancement Board. So overall, very good budget year for all of that. More of Art's comments can be found on our website, southeastagnet.com. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to wstumorningshow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 7.47 on the Get Up and Go Show. We're going to join back in with G and Bonnie right now. Or that was scheduled with the creation, I would imagine that some of them are all going to want to come back. Ryan Jensen, Tom Brady's center, might have left were it not for Tom Brady's decision. Leonard Fournette is a running back who is scheduled the appropriation this week. Maybe he would leave. Chris Goblin got the franchise tag. O.J. Howard's a tight end. And so you've got a bunch of players in Tampa who are scheduled to hit the market this week and could have entered into agreements at noon tomorrow. But, of course, they changed their mind because Tom Brady is coming back, Bonnie. Come because, on now. Why, of course, because it's Tom. And, and I wonder if the other quarterbacks, like you got your Carson Wentz and – Russell Wilson and the likes of Aaron Rodgers. I wonder if they're all of a sudden feeling like Jan Brady and going, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. I I think what they're doing is going, darn, he's back. I know. Oh, man, I thought I was going to have a good year this year. And and Tom, if if he goes now in the Hall of Fame, would they be going in the Hall of Fame at the same time? And they would have to somehow share that limelight. Yeah, but, but and I don't think they would mind. As long as they're yeah. in that Hall of Fame, it don't matter. But, uh, yeah, Tom is coming back, and it's going to change the whole look oh. of football next season. That's for sure. Molly wow. has done her second bracket, ladies and gentlemen. So you would be surprised. Uh, see, Gonzaga, Gonzaga, Gonzaga. And Arizona, and- Kansas, and Baylor. I mean, these are the top seeds uh, right now. And, um Gonzaga received the top overall seed, but Bonnie, now do you have them winning at all in one of your two brackets? Well, I do. Gonzaga came down in my final two along with Baylor, mm-hmm. and I like to go for a little bit of the underdog, and I think they could achieve. So you got so Baylor winning I, in that? I took Baylor as my oh, uh, winner. And in your second one, you had uh, uh, who Wisconsin, winning? Wisconsin, of course. Now, my final four in my first bracket, I haven't completed my second one yet. We're, we're, Bonnie and I are going to do three brackets. And we're <laughs> wow. we're going to do a, a stupid one that, that probably won't do well at all. We're going to put like the losers. We're going to put the the, the lower seeds. Oh, yeah. The lower seeds win in all of them. Oh, that's what Which, I got to do in my yeah. next one because this one I did the highest seeds. But this one here, I think is my. This is probably my. Uh, this will probably end up my second best bracket. I've got uh, Gonzaga, Baylor, Arizona, and uh, Kansas in the final four, and I've got my championship game is going to be between Gonzaga and Arizona, and I've got Gonzaga winning that one. So. I think your odds are pretty fair, pretty fair and good that you could win that one, G. Well, I did, well you know, but uh, the, the thing is, there's 
when your bracket gets busted, you're going to see this body. Once the game starts, you're going to when, when we come to work the next day, you're going to see a red line yeah. through the ones that you got wrong. It's going to do it automatically, <laughs> and it's fun to watch. It'll it really make is. me feel like I'm back in school and someone's grading my paper. Exactly. And Gonzaga did receive the top overall seed for the NCAA tournament with Arizona. Kansas and defending champion Baylor joining the Zags as number ones. The March Madness bracket came out Sunday for a tournament that begins with early round games Tuesday and concludes with the final four in New Orleans April 2nd. The championship game is April 4. I'm going to move over to baseball because it has been very, very good to me. Baseball is back. That's the fact, Jack. I got to ask Evan. Uh-huh. Uh, when we talk with him about prices, because I went online and I saw prices to go to a spring training, and I didn't see anything under two hundred dollars. Oh yeah. I don't know where you're looking at. Are there? And I went. I went to MLB and I went to Clover Park, and it showed what the ticket prices were, and uh, I saw nothing for under two hundred dollars, dude. Really? I mean, I don't know. I, 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 had the ticket prices gone up? I, I thought I could go to a game for like twenty-five bucks. Not. Yeah. I don't. Wouldn't, let me look here. This is oh, news to me. Okay, now Evan's going to check because Evan, of course, is the voice of the uh, St. Lucie Mets and the uh, the New York Mets uh, when they're here for spring training. And spring training is jumping off. But L.A. Dodgers star pitcher Clayton Kershaw, Bonnie, he says he wouldn't have come back uh, if he wasn't healthy, but he is coming back. Retirement was never a realistic option for Kershaw, so so long as his left arm cooperated, he was yeah. having problems with that. Yeah, and we're you know we're glad that it is getting better because he did spend most of last season second half fighting through the soreness around his left elbow there and he was placed on the injured list in early July he suffered a setback when he initially rushed through his rehab and then worked his way back only to get shut down days before the playoffs but hopefully um you know when the offseason began Kershaw didn't know if his health would allow him to keep pitching and he didn't pick up a baseball until the start of January but his arm felt good as he navigated through those early stages of his throwing program so he went through some rehab there even mm-hmm. yeah and, and, and he was trying to battle it and and speed up the rehab i'm not sure if you should be speeding up rehab well, i think no, you it's shouldn't a rush it thing where you just got to do it and yeah. hang in there and yeah. keep at it i think evan got some information for us on ticket prices what do you got to do that's right you were looking in the wrong place the tickets aren't even on sale yet they go on sale today at 10 a.m you must have been looking for the regular season even regular season, I've never heard of two hundred dollars well, seats yeah. in a nosebleed section. It's it's expensive. It's not cheap to go to a ball game. Tickets go on sale at ten o'clock this morning, though. And, and do we know the prices? No, I don't. Um, looking right now into my uh, crystal baseball, mm-hmm. as they say, and unfortunately, nada. Okay. All right, but uh, it, it starts. So ticket price, ticket sale. I'm, I'm sure the lines are going to be around the billion every year. Are, are, do, are you working there today, Evan? Yeah, I'll be at the stadium today. Okay. Well, uh, give me a call when you get there. And let me know just what the uh, atmosphere is like. I, I can imagine, man. People are probably happy as they can be. Oh, let me tell you, it's going to be more than happy. Lots of happy dances. Mm, very good. Seven fifty-three. Now let's send this over to Bonnie for these stories. Thank you, Mr. G. You know, bad weather is disrupting travel plans for many trying to get out of Florida. Hundreds of flights were canceled this weekend at Orlando International Airport. And the frustration and long lines led to some tension. And at one point, police even had to maintain the calm. 
Investigators in Martin County said they have identified body parts that were found earlier in the week at the Hungry Land Wildlife Preserve. Detectives said the arm, hand, and part of a leg found Thursday near a gator-infested canal are believed to be that of 43-year-old Dustin Davis Mills of St. Lucie County. The medical examiner was able to obtain fingerprints from the victim's hand, which was located near a large alligator that was guarding the body part. A second body part was located on the bank, a different canal about a mile from the first location. Detectives, the sheriff's office dive team, and FWC officer spent Thursday combing hundreds of acres of the preserve, searching for the remainder of Mills' body. Detectives suspect that Mills was the victim of a homicide. And as of G and Evan 9 were talking, that Major League Baseball back in action and the end of the 99-day lockout means players are now reporting to spring training sites in West Palm Beach, Jupiter, and Port St. Lucie. Here's WPTV's Ryan Hughes. You can feel that the lockout has been lifted. We have seen a lot of fans walking around the stadium today. And even though the spring training schedule has been condensed, businesses will still benefit and we will still see a lot of great games up in Port St. Lucie in West Palm Beach and right here in Jupiter. You want that yaddy? Outside Roger Dean Stadium. See some players. Ron Hoskin and his son Sean. At least about an hour, hour and a half. Anxiously awaiting an autograph. Sean can get him, I can't. After the MLB lockout has officially been lifted. I can go home and fabricate a story that I helped get that decision together. Unfortunately, I know better. <laughs> Ron has been coming to spring training for 10 years. But he's heading home to St. Louis Saturday without seeing his beloved Cardinals play. That's the top. We heard it. For 99 days, baseball fans have watched oh, yeah. and waited. Oh, yeah. We thought we're, they were going to fix it last week. But Thursday. Oh, baseball's yeah. Back. Baseball's back. Owners and the Players Union reached a deal. There will be a full season, and part of spring training has been saved. Young Mr. Walker, I believe his first name is Jordan. Fans like Vince Lapino. Really big fan. Scouting out the prospects Friday and hoping to catch a glimpse of the pros back in action. You think that we'd see a spring training game, but uh, that's okay. It's our first time down to spring training. Some fans are disappointed most spring training games have been canceled, right. but they're just glad baseball is back. Unfortunately, we won't be here for that first game, but... We will see them whenever they return home. And up in St. Lucie County at Clover Park, where the Mets play, we are told that spring training helps bring in more than $15 million. Millions are also pumped into Palm Beach County. And those first spring training games now set for Friday. In Jupiter, Ryan Hughes, WPTV. News Channel 5. And a look to traffic. I-95 southbound at Gatlin Boulevard in Port St. Lucie. Use some caution. There's a vehicle crash right there. There's random debris in the roadway right there, too. And in Bureau Beach, 866th Avenue and 8th Street, there is a vehicle crash with roadblock in that area. Call us when you see traffic at 340-1590. Florida Real... 757 right now. Going to take a quick look at the weather. It's about 68 degrees under cloudy skies right now here in Stewart. Let's take a look at weather from WPTV. 
Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 60s and 70s towards the coast and 50s inland under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the mid to upper 70s, mainly dry with low humidity. Tomorrow, highs in the low 80s, scattered showers and storms developing around the lake for the afternoon, then pushing towards the coast for the evening hours. The SPC placing the entire viewing area under a level 1 out of 5 threat for severe weather tomorrow. Wednesday, highs in the mid-80s with another round of scattered afternoon showers and storms and another risk for isolated severe thunderstorms. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. What you want? 7.58 on the Get Up and Go Show. We always get respect around here. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, Dr. John Millay, the superintendent from the Martin County School System, is going to be joining us. Don't you dare go anywhere. We'll let Aretha Franklin take us all the way into top of the hour and the news. Right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. Washington, D.C. now think a number of shootings of homeless men in their cities are being committed 
by the same gunman. Three homeless men were shot in D.C. earlier this month. One died from his wounds. Three men in Manhattan were found shot this weekend. Two of them died. Police have published images of the suspect taken by security cameras. He's wearing what appears to be a blue surgical glove on the same hand firing the gun, Dave. Evan, COVID is on the rise in China again. The worst outbreak there in two years, leading to cities on lockdown. Here in the U.S., COVID cases have dropped seven weeks in a row. Deaths down five straight weeks. Former President Obama has COVID, saying other than a scratchy throat, he feels fine. He and former First Lady Michelle Obama are fully vaccinated and boosted. America's listening to Fox News. Has this ever happened to you? My friend was telling me about his new pair of headphones, so I looked him up online. Now, everywhere I go is a creepy ad for those headphones I looked at one time. I hate that feeling like I'm being watched. I got DuckDuckGo and saw a difference right away. With one download, you can search and browse privately, avoiding trackers all for free. It's that simple. Take back your privacy online with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. It doesn't matter how big or small your business is. If you're a plumber, roofer, electrician, or remodeler, your business earns back when you spend, gets exclusive offers, and paint rewards. It all adds up to help drive your business. Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program today. Minimum purchase required. Earnings and paint rewards awarded as Lowe's e-gift cards. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Filed through 1231.22. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. U.S. only. We mentioned former President Obama got COVID despite being boosted. Pfizer's CEO is recommending we get yet another shot. The drug maker wants an authorization for a fourth COVID vaccine dose. Albert Borla tells CBS Face the Nation. The, the protection that we're getting from the third, it is uh, good enough, actually quite good for hospitalizations and deaths. It's not that good against infections, but doesn't last very long. Chicago's vaccine mandate is kicking in. Firefighters and police officers, other city workers who didn't get a shot could be disciplined or fired. But kids in school there and a few other cities are being unmasked. Students in Chicago, Baltimore, and Portland schools will no longer be required to wear a face covering. Starting today, Chicago Public Schools has ended its mask mandate for students and staff, allowing them to choose whether or not they want to wear one. Baltimore City Public Schools optional masking begins today, with a few exceptions, including for those who develop COVID-like symptoms at school. Portland, Oregon's largest public school district is also going mask optional with other cities expected to follow suit. Seattle Public Schools announced earlier this month they'd be dropping the mandate today as well. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could rise. Dow futures up 200 points. March Madness is here. The NCAA tournament starts this week. Number one overall seed in this year's tournament is Gonzaga, which sits atop the West region. Arizona, the number one seed of the South. Kansas, number one of the Midwest. Baylor, the defending champs, number one of the East. First round game scheduled for Thursday and Friday. The round, known as the first four, tips off Tuesday with two games, and then two more on Wednesday to fill out the brackets. The winner of the game Tuesday between Texas Southern and Texas Corpus Christi will become the 16th seed in the Midwest region. The winner of Tuesday's second game between Indiana and Wyoming will become the 12th seed in the East. Wednesday, Bryant will face Wright State before Notre Dame meets Rutgers. Jared Max, Fox News. Of course, the biggest sports story of all, star NFL quarterback Tom Brady unretiring back next season. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
Call the Slim Body Laser Spa and Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the weight is over. Lose weight, feel great, and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Fred J. Razaker of Slim Body Laser Spa. East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa. The wait is over. Sky's the Limit Printing has gone insane cuckoo out of their minds. Buy a 1,000 business cards, get 1,500 free for only $89. That's right, just $89. Call 772-340-1090. That's 772-340-1090. And buy a 1,000 business cards and get 1,500 free. That's right, 1,500 free. Call now and buy a pair of 12 by 24 full-color card magnets and get 200 full-color two-sided business cards for free. Tax and design not included. Buy a 1,000 business cards, get 1,500 free for only $89. That's right, $89. Call today, 772-340-1090. 772-340-1090. Call 772-340-1090. Sky's the limit for all your printing needs and proud member of the Stuart Martin Chamber of Commerce. You are listening to WSTU, Stewart, Jupiter, and Indiantown, Martin County's Heritage Station. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It is the Monday morning edition of the program. Look and feel free. That's right. We want to feel funky this morning. What day is it? It is Monday. So you partying hard or hardly partying? Well, we're hardly partying. It's only Monday. Okay, we had to put the clocks ahead one hour. Time now is 8.08. Mr. Clock, would you do the honors, please? It's now 8.08 a.m. 8.08 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show for a Monday morning. And as always, we welcome in the superintendent of the Martin County School System, Dr. John Millay, is joining us this morning. John, good morning to you. How was your weekend? Doing great. Doing great. The weekend goes quick. I'm excited that uh, our students and most of our staff have spring break this week, so uh, families get a little rest and relaxation and our a lot of our teaching staff of course mm-hmm. but of course you're still uh putting the axe to the grind and and keeping the well-oiled machine running smoothly correct that's right that's what we're trying to do that sometimes people will say like during breaks or summers they're surprised that the, the office staff like what are they just assume you're off but uh 
that's kind of an interesting thing because if you think about the school district, we're such a large employer. I believe we're second in the county. It's it's a huge, you know, we run payroll this week. We pro- are constantly processing insurance, well over, you know, 2,500 employees. Mm-hmm. So it's quite the operation. So a uh, shout out to a lot of our staff. Several, several are taking a vacation, but uh, there's a, a set just continuing to keep the work going. Now, speaking of spring break, the spring break reading challenge was announced for students in grades K through 5. Tell me about that, if you would, please. Sure. I'm really excited about this. And it's even more than just uh, the reading challenge. It's a big kickoff. We're introducing Accelerator Reader across our school district and our elementary schools. And uh, we're kicking that off uh, because we want to make sure parents get that first taste, basically, all classroom libraries and all of our elementary schools, as parents know, there's a lot of little books. And a lot of, uh, at home, the parents have a lot of books. But kids can uh, check out a book. They can take it, read it with their parent. They can read it with them. They can read it independently. And they come back to school, and they can take a, a real short uh, test on that, uh, a little quiz. And they basically get little points. And it's uh, just a way to kind of manage reading and what they're reading. And over time, you can see the books children uh, have read, uh, the percentage that, uh, of mastery, the the uh, comprehension that they're having of that. So it's really nice to know, you know, we all know the more kids read, the more words they, they get, uh, the more successful they're going to be, period. So we're really excited, Martin County, um, to add this. And this is our first, it's kind of a soft kickoff right now mm-hmm. as we close school year, but more to come as we, we open. So just really uh, excited. I want to tell parents, you know, it's, as your kids get a little older, sometimes we we think, oh, they're reading. It's important to read with them, like read that newspaper back and forth if they still get it, or pair share a book, or read a page here and there. Just uh, make sure your kids have that quiet time. Maybe it's just ten or fifteen minutes even to sit down, uh, get off the network, and just read a book. Uh, it makes it makes a big difference for mental health too. It really does, folks. Um, definitely, uh, you you should do things like that. It, it's I can't stress enough how important it is to read to your child. That is so important. I know that my parents they used to read to me all the time, and it really it it proved positive for me. I'm very thankful sure. for that. To me, it's the, it's it's the great equalizer uh, in our in our across the society. Every you know every human, every citizen needs to learn how to uh, read and comprehend, and uh, it just helps us all work together and you know get that American dream. Mm-hmm. I mean, our kids. The more again, I just do, you can't underestimate the importance of parents having regular uh, routines for their young children. You start those. Even when they're a little bitty, like you said, uh, at toddler age or, or from birth, the parents, you know, reading to their kids, it sets good habits. Kids like that relationship time. That's a few top minutes where when they're little, real young, you can talk and ask questions and, uh, it just builds a relationship too. So like you said, let's just do more of it. Let's talk a little bit about the middle and high school music programs that are shining during the regional competitions. Right. You know, part of a well-rounded education includes the arts, the performing arts, and our music choral programs. And we're so proud of uh, our middle school and high school uh, students and the staff that teach them. But uh, the superior and excellence were the words that were used to describe the Martin County District's middle and high school bands and choirs during the recent 
music performance assessments hosted by the Florida Music Association and the Florida Vocal Association. Our five middle schools and the three high schools performed in both events. Uh, they wowed the judges and captured the top rating, rankings across, ratings across the board. So uh, very fortunate that we support the arts and music programs in schools. You know, that's incredibly valuable as well to a good, well-rounded education. Um, next topic I want to talk about is the families encouraged to complete satisfaction and engagement surveys. They are sure. very, we really need the families to do this because it's very important, isn't it? Yes, we get feedback as part of our commitment to educate all students. Uh, we've launched our annual satisfaction engagement survey. This gives all of our stakeholders the opportunity to give feedback on their level of satisfaction uh, with the school and district-based programs, outreach effort, initiatives, resources. So it just gives us good feedback. Uh, teachers, students, and school-based staff and parents are encouraged to complete the surveys, which will be compiled by our instructional services staff and distributed to schools. And it just helps inform our practices and create, you know, improvement goals to get better. So those surveys are available uh, for completion now and will be open for responses through April 8th. So anytime in the next several weeks, families can visit martinschools.org to complete the parent survey in English or Spanish. If they have any trouble completing that, they can call us. We'll talk them through it and uh, get, them, get them going. All right, very good. Um, as of late, how are things going health-wise in the school system uh, with COVID? We, of course, our listeners uh, want to know and get an update as far as things like that go. Could you give us an update? Uh, very much improved, uh, even throughout the county. You know, we work closely with the Department of Health and the overall rates that uh, we're seeing uh, are, are dramatically down. We had that spike over the last month or so, and uh, we've worked through that. So you know, I think now, here we are a couple of years later, practically, at the, toward the beginning, we didn't know so much about it, but now we're, I think we've learned a lot, and uh, we want to remind all of our families that uh, we'll continue to take so, you know, general cleaning practices, uh, those safety measures that we'll take, but uh, and provide masks for anyone that uh, feels free that they would like to wear that. We provide it free. Uh, as an option, but uh, you know, it's, it's nice to be getting back to normal, and we'll keep a, a watchful eye and uh, and listen to you know health professionals that are out there to advise us. But it, it's nice to uh, be moving forward. That's a good thing. That that's a good thing, and if, you know, we, we're really glad to hear things like that. It's it's nice, John. It's really nice to see. You know, I was out and about this weekend, and it's nice to see things looking. A little more normal nowadays mm-hmm. right and i think we respect you know everyone uh health is such a, a personal issue and then of course we're in the public sector we have to work together a little bit more but uh i think you know families have their own choices that they make to the level uh, or degree that they're going to uh, uh you know try to look at some of the protocol that's out there but again like you said it's nice to be out in the community to realize we're trying to be as back to normal i know we've we're, we're excited and looking forward to uh, graduation in May, and as it's hard to believe we're middle of March right now. I mean, effectively a couple more months of school. So um, looking forward to, I think this summer will be a good time for people to wind down and have a little bit of a different summer even than last year. You know, going into it, we're a little further removed. I can't fathom the fact that this is March. We're in the middle of March, 
and it just seems like we just started the school year, and now we're already talking about graduation. That's unbelievable. You know, if you think about this time last year, there's still concern out there about uh, spring events, and you know, now there's now we're mindful that all those events we're going to have them just as as planned like we used to have that. So I'm excited for our kids and our families to again that that back to normal but it is it's hard to believe how fast the school year goes unbelievable unbelievable that's dr john malay he is the superintendent of the martin county school system and of course he visits with us each and every monday morning to give us an update uh talking about all things pertaining to the martin county school system john it's always 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 a pleasure to have you on the program i know our listeners enjoy hearing you and getting all the insight we thank you so much for joining us Thank you so much as well. We'll Have talk a great to you. Day. We'll talk great to week. you real soon. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold is going to be opening up at $1,964.60 an ounce. Silver opening up $25.29 an ounce. Now. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin, yeah, what movie was that? Just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiance means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi. This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to wstumorningshow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. It is 819 on the Get Up and Go Show. We're going to join back in with G and Bonnie. Be able to travel. It would take you like a couple I mean, of I, days. And I've seen one of those caravans when the president comes to town. When, when Trump used to come to town and, and they'd close one whole side of I-95 and you over there and you're like, wow, look I know. at that. Mm-hmm. Or have you ever seen Air Force One come into Palm Beach uh, oh, Airport? Yeah. That is really cool. Oh, man, that is incredible. That's That plane is huge. Huge. And there were like so many blockages of of that airport and oh yeah like yeah you ain't getting nowhere near that no that's no for sure. no uh, I'm, I'm wondering uh, evan uh we were trying to determine what was this what movie was that that clint eastwood pl- uh, played uh, like a secret service agent he was guarding the president oh geez um i, he, I don't know been, all his stuff is good though bonnie when you think yeah. about it he, he, oh all of clint eastwood yeah yeah because we just had any... palm city charlie call us and said he as a kid he was on his father's shoulder at a little town in Long Island, and mm. President Truman was in the parade. It's like, can you imagine a president being in one of our little parades, like mm-hmm. the, the Christmas parade or wow. the Stuart parade, and the president running, rolling by and, and waving at us? What? Right in your hometown, right? Yeah. And I wonder if uh, Palm City Charlie, if it was like in that Bruce Springsteen song, too, where his, his father set him up on aside the wheel, on top of the wheel, and said, Son, take a good look around. This mm. is your hometown. There you go. Mm. You know, we, we, we talked, we teased it, Bonnie, but we really didn't get inside of it. That William Hurt died yesterday from national causes. 
uh, 71 years old. He won an Oscar for uh, Kiss of the Spider Woman, which I didn't see. I don't even know that movie. Mm. We got a hurt. You we, know that movie, Evan? I, I do. I, I do know that movie, and we do have we have a phone call in our studio this morning. Go for it. All right, let's do it. Hi, good morning. You're on the air. Hey, Evan. It's Gary. How you doing? Hey, Gary. How are you? All right. Hey, that movie's called In the Line of Fire. It's a really good movie. Oh, In the Line of Fire. Thank you, honey. Yeah. And that was my better half. That is the <laughs> better half. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> bailing us bitch. out on that one, Gary. Somebody yeah. knocked the bitch. He's in, the bad guy. <laughs> who, who's oh john melkovich is the bad guy mm. that's right. who i was yeah um, oh in the line of fire yeah and good. he's probably yelling and screaming at the radio all right man we'll have a great day thanks for calling in gary thank you bye-bye all right bye-bye now now we know the big chill was one of uh william hurt's big movies evan i remember that movie Ch- mm-hmm. uh, children of a lesser god and broadcast news but more recently i guess he played General Thunderbolt Ross in the Marvel movies. Evan, are you a big superhero guy? Not really, just for yeah. Batman. That's it. Yeah, I'm not either. I don't. I mean, I, I understand. I mean, the Avengers and all that stuff. But here, here's a here's a montage of some of William Hurt's uh, some of his movies. Let's hear it. But your real fame came as a radio psychologist on KSFO in San Francisco. I wouldn't call it fame exactly. I had a small. Deeply disturbed following. The latest message seems to indicate that the Libyan pilot was acting on his own without authority from anyone else. Stand by camera two. In other words, I think we're all okay. You are the most mysterious, beautiful, angry person I have ever met. I remember your signature on those papers, Colonel. That's right. And I'm pretty sure I paid for that. You have second thoughts? Not anymore. I understand one thing. I offer you half of my precious avocado and you throw it back in my face. Don't act like that. You sound just like a... Like a what? Say it. Like a woman, you mean. What's wrong with being like a woman? Why do only women get to be sensitive? The winner is William Hurt. William Hurt was 71. It's 8.23. As we take a look at your news stories, I'm Bonnie Ashley. Florida school districts could be rewarded for having less restrictive face mask policies. Proposed state budget includes $200 million in recognition money for 55 school districts. Here's WPTV's Stephanie Suskind with the report. Well, this was a plan the Palm Beach County School Superintendent called unfounded, unprecedented, and unjust. The putting parents first adjustment was going to pull $28 million from Palm Beach County and almost a million and a half from Indian River County, among others, as punishment for having mask mandates earlier this school year. Now, instead, $200 million will be in what's called a school recognition fund, which will reward the 55 other school districts that allowed students to opt out of wearing masks. That includes Martin, St. Lucie, and Okeechobee counties. High-performing schools in those counties will be eligible for a share of the $200 million. Palm Beach, Indian River, and the 10 other counties that had mask mandates will not. What this fund is doing is saying, hey, you, you followed the law and your kids in your class or in your school is doing well, you have the, the ability to, to draw down some of these resources. Should you have broken the law uh, and, and uh, you, don't, you don't receive those resources. Now, some Democrats still take issue with this plan because they say it penalizes districts that were doing what was in the best interest of the health and safety of students at that time. Once again, the House and Senate expected to vote on that budget on Monday. 
A WPTV viewer recorded video on Friday afternoon of a tornado in Martin County. Rosie Shizkowski said she was driving home from work at about 4.30 p.m. when she spotted the funnel cloud. She said the storm was in the vicinity of Rio and Jensen Beach. Shizkowski said the video was taken on North Dixie Highway north near Northeast Beacon Drive. The nearly stationary tornado caused some damage, including down tree branches and fences. According to National Weather Service, there have been no reports of injuries. Bad weather is disrupting travel plans for many trying to get out of Florida. Hundreds of flights were canceled this weekend at Orlando International Airport. The frustration and long lines led to some tension, and at one point police had to maintain calm. Gas prices in Florida are stabilizing for now after reaching a record high of $4.38 a gallon on Friday. AAA reports the statewide average is down to $4.34 today. And Tom Brady retired on Twitter, and now he's unretiring on Twitter, saying he's coming back for another season at quarterback for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Brady said in his tweet that he had unfinished business and that he realized six weeks into retirement that his place was on the field, not in the stands. Brady had spent the weekend attending a game between Manchester United and Tottenham in the English Premier League. United, of course, is owned by the Glazer family who own the Bucks. The Buccaneers responded to Brady's tweet with one of their own, adding an emoji in the words, Go Bucks! Brady will be 45 by the time he lines up for a regular season game in September. I'm Gordon Bird. Our news time at 826 this morning. We'll be back with weather and traffic together for you next. Going to take a look at the uh, NHL scoreboard from last night. The Penguins topped the Hurricanes 4-2. to Sabres over the Maple Leafs 5-2. to The Jets, Winnipeg Jets over the Blues 4-3. to the Columbus Blue Jackets beat the Vegas Golden Knights 6-4. to The Canadians just skated by the Flyers 4-3. to The Predators over the Wild 6-2. The Islanders beat the Ducks 4-3. to The Avalanche blanked the Calgary Flames 3-0. The Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Vancouver Canucks 2-1. And the LA Kings over the Florida Panthers 3-2. 8.27 is your time. We'll have a look at traffic and weather together next. In retirement, it's all about income, not spending down your principal. And anyone who tells you otherwise simply does not understand proper retirement planning. Hi, I'm Michael Burley of P-Capital Management, inviting you to tune in to the Retirement Income Program. Powerful truths that you must know and understand so you may live the retirement you deserve. The key to retirement success is income. Tune in to the Retirement Income Program right here every Monday morning at 11. 828, time to take a look at traffic out on the highways and byways this morning. And man, it's not looking all that great out there. Got an accident still at, uh, up in Vero Beach at 866th Avenue with road blockage. Also, there is debris in the road, I-95 northbound around mile marker 118. That's around Gatlin Boulevard. And then another accident at 25818 Canner Highway. It's under investigation right now. If you see something, say something, let us know here. 220-9788-220-WSTU. 
69 degrees under cloudy skies. Here's a look at your weather from WPTV. WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 60s and 70s towards the coast and 50s inland under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the mid to upper 70s, mainly dry with low humidity. Tomorrow, highs in the low 80s, scattered showers and storms developing around the lake for the afternoon, then pushing towards the coast for the evening hours. The SPC placing the entire viewing area under a level 1 out of 5 threat for severe weather tomorrow. Wednesday, highs in the mid-80s with another round of scattered afternoon showers and storms and another risk for isolated severe thunderstorms. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. And I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group. Along with Tom Bouvier, we'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget the Quality of Life radio show Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. In retirement, it's all about income, not spending down your principal. And anyone who tells you otherwise simply does not understand proper retirement planning. Hi, I'm Michael Burley of P-Capital Management, inviting you to tune in to the Retirement Income Program. Powerful truths that you must know and understand so you may live the retirement you deserve. The key to retirement success is income. Tune in to the Retirement Income Program right here every Monday morning at 11. With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 
8.32 is the time right now on the Get Up and Go show. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the Monday morning edition of the Space Report with Captain Randy Siegel. Good morning, Capitan. Good morning. Hope you had a good weekend. Didn't you? Yes, very, very good. good. Very good. Russell was back in 1975 and NASA launched its Helios 1 spacecraft, giving us a lot of information about deep space. In 2009, we launched the Space Shuttle Test Vehicle 119 Shuttle Discovery, going into space one more time successfully. Well, the astronauts on board the International Space Station continue to do a lot more science work as they prepare for tomorrow's spacewalk. Kayla Barron and Rajah Sheree worked throughout the day getting ready for the six-hour spacewalk that will begin at 8.05 tomorrow morning. Barron and Sheree checked out the spacesuit's jetpack, the emergency part of the spacesuit that will carry them back to the International Space Station should they become detached. They also worked on other components of the suit, including lights, camera, and data recorders. They configured a host of tools inside the U.S. Quest airlock that they will use during their external maintenance job. The pair will install modification kits to the starboard truss structure that will be ready for the station to roll out their third solar arrays. The new solar arrays will be helping NASA a lot and the partners as it will increase the power supply to the International Space Station. We know also that Mark Vanderhee inside the lab serviced samples of space biofilm studies that seeks to prevent molds from growing and impacting spacecraft systems and crew health. Thomas Marshburn worked in the U.S. Destiny Laboratory module, servicing gear supporting a fire safety study that could inform astronauts about future spacecraft designs. Meanwhile, cosmonauts Anton Sheplerev and Hitler Dubrov, they continue evaluating the lower body negative pressure suit. This is a suit that pulls the blood down from the head, making it a whole lot better for the astronauts as they will not have more problems with their eyes. The pooling of blood in the head has caused for many years problems with astronauts concerning their health. The International Space Station itself has been moved a little bit higher in orbit. The orbit has been raised a little over half a mile in order to put it in phase for the return of a Soyuz spacecraft with men on board and the launching of a progress resupply ship to the International Space Station. Periodically, the station is raised or lowered a little bit in order to put it into phase, as they call it, for their ability to come back down to Earth or for another ship to go into orbit. Everything worked extremely well on this particular mission. So far, everything is going according to plan. As we said, the next big plan 
will take place on the 15th, tomorrow, with a spacewalk, and that will be followed up by another spacewalk on the 23rd. The spacewalks currently planned will be carried out by Taylor Barron and Rajah Sheree, as they will not have any backup astronauts going. The station's new battery pack will increase the power supply from 160 watts, kilowatts, to 215 kilowatts. More power for more research on board the station. Later this afternoon at about 2 o'clock, NASA will hold a briefing to inform the press about exactly what this spacewalk will accomplish and what we can expect in the future from additional spacewalks from astronauts on board the International Space Station. The crew that will be launching to the International Space Station before the end of this month has continued maintaining their training in Russia. Cosmonauts Oleg Artsemeyev, Denis Medviv, and Sergei Korsakov, along with their backups Sergei Propokiev, Dmitry Petlin, and Anna Korkina, continue to work as they prepare for going into space with the next spacecraft. As you know, NASA, as well as Russia, rehearses everything that the astronauts will do ahead of time in order to be certain that once they get into orbit, they'll be able to operate the various systems properly and they'll be able to do good work on board the station. Under the supervision of doctors, the cosmonauts train on treadmills and bicycle ergometers. They work on weight stimulation, doing physical training. They devote their free time to playing chess, checkers, table tennis, darts, and billiards. So the astronauts do spend a lot of quality time back here on Earth. There has now been definitive proof on Mars that a new study that was conducted by China shows that the Zorang rover landed in an area that may have been subject to water and wind erosion. It appears that they've also filmed ridges, ripples, and collapsed craters, indicating the existence of additional wind erosion on Mars. Mars, for many years, has been thought to have been wet at one time, namely three billion years ago, and has dried out. So now we're learning from the history of Mars what could happen potentially to Earth depending on how much we find on the Martian surface, will tell us a whole lot about their history and what we can expect possibly to happen on Earth in future times. The Perseverance rover, who has been stuck in soft sand, continues to try to excavate itself and move around better on the Martian surface. So far, there has been no luck. But one of the key elements of that Mars rover was working with the Ingenuity spacecraft. Ingenuity's helicopter continues to be as good as new after nearly one year on the Red Planet. Ingenuity continues to make additional 
flights above Mars, giving us more data. Typically, it moves on the surface, uh, as on the surface, to let us know what lies ahead for the Martian rover Perseverance. Perseverance takes its cue from ingenuity as it continues to trek along on the Russian surface, on the Mars surface. The vehicle has traveled more than 2.89 miles on the Red Planet. Not bad for a spacecraft that's far away. NASA and the National Weather Service have encountered some problems with a motor on the GOES-T weather satellite that's been in orbit. GOES-T was supposed to be moving from one position to another to give us better coverage during hurricane season here on Earth. Well, they ran into a snag while moving the spacecraft, but NASA engineers have now cleared up that minor snag and are now continuing to move the spacecraft in orbit from one location to another to help us better understand the hurricane season. GOES stands for Geostationary Operational Environmental Satellite. It tracks hurricanes, severe storms, wildfires, dust storms, and other weather events taking place here on Earth in real time. So as you can see, NASA and its scientists go all out to try to make things work properly. The Defense Department has been given additional money for its space program. Defense spending for the physical year 2022 has increased by more than $32.5 billion than last year. Military space programs continue to be an important part of President Biden's budget as we seek to stay ahead of the Russians and other countries like China in order to prevent any harm to the United States. The increase has given NASA, as well as the Defense Department, additional funding for additional spacecraft and monitoring that we did not have previously. So as you can see, Congress has said, we will help you as long as you help us. As far as China goes, we want to prevent or don't understand better the impact of China's hypersonic missile tests. The hypersonic vehicle is one that will allow a spacecraft to move very quickly from one place on Earth to the other. And we need to know how that will impact us in the future. China continues to work on its space station in orbit, and they are currently successfully doing so. They have constructed their space station, and they will continue adding modules in the near future. As China continues to do that, they are showing that they are a major player in space. Even though they had a late start, they're showing that they can catch up quickly and advance the work they're doing in space. The Shenzhou 13 mission 
shows that the astronauts are in good shape and they plan to return in April. It appears that there will always be a crew, excuse me, that'll spend about six months in space with the Chinese space program. Unlike America and Russia, their space station can operate autonomously for some time once their troikonauts have returned to Earth. Russian scientists are concerned about humans on, on the moon. Russian scientists say that lunar soil is dangerous to humans. Microelements in its composition can cause irritation of the skin and respiratory tract problems. It could also damage liver, kidney, and central nervous system functions. So they're saying we need a lot more to understand about the moon before we have additional human presence. Tomorrow we'll tell you about what's happening with North Korea, as well as China continuing their activities in space. So until tomorrow, have a great day, everybody. That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time. Time to head on over to Ellie's Downtown Deli, where, man, there are so many delicacies and such good food there. I want to talk a little bit about a couple of their signature sandwiches, like the big one, ham roast beef oven gold turkey, Swiss cheese, leaf, lettuce, tomatoes, and deli mustard. Or how about the Southwest Club? Oven gold turkey, smoked bacon, spicy, cilantro, mayo, tomatoes, and leaf lettuce on toasted wheat. Wow, man, it all just sounds so good. Ellie's Downtown Deli is a full menu available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. They have a full-service deli with dining inside and out, and have them cater your next event. Give them a call, 772-781-6605, to order and pick up today. They're located at 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado and Stewart. Call 772-781-6605 for Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. As you know, uh, we air the uh, Tampa Bay Rays games here on uh, WSTU, WSTU, and we're going to check in right now with Neil Salons, uh, get an update from uh, Rays uh, Spring Training Camp. Take it away, Neil. Most of the Rays players are now in Port Charlotte on Monday, with lefty Shane McClanahan one of the first to report. The Rays starting pitcher had a terrific rookie season, and McClanahan says he worked on flexibility in the offseason after some back tightness at the end of last year. You know, working on my hip mobility and everything like that, working on just kind of improving everything over, overall game, to be honest with you. So I feel, feel really confident coming into this season. You know, uh, we got a great group of guys, and I know everybody's ready to get this thing going. That includes manager Kevin Cash, who believes as good as McClanahan was a year ago, he has the ability to take another step forward this year. He's definitely a guy that you would you envision with the stuff, the health, and the way he is kind of min- matured mentally that he could be that elite pitcher. The Rays are expected to have their first full team workout Tuesday with the club's first exhibition game set for Friday in Fort Myers. With the Rays Report, I'm Neil Solons. Catch the Rays all season on the Rays Radio Network. For tickets, visit RaysBaseball.com. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. 
Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget the Quality of Life radio show Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. Hi, this is President Donald Trump, and I'd like to invite you to join me at the American Freedom Tour in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th at the Florida Live Arena. We'll be live and in person along with my son Don, Kimberly Guilfoyle, Dan Bongino, Candace Owens, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and many other incredible patriots. We will be talking about how to defend our jobs, our borders, our liberty, and our God-given rights. I hope you'll join me in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th. It's the only time this event will be coming to South Florida. If you want to sign up to get your tickets for the American Freedom Tour, you have to go to AmericanFreedomTour.com and do it right away. I think they're going to be selling very quickly, and I hope to see you there. I look forward to it. We're going to have a lot of fun. Go to AmericanFreedomTour.com for tickets as low as $9. The American Freedom Tour in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th at the FLA Live Arena. Once again, that's AmericanFreedomTour.com. Hi, this is Michael Burley of Peak Capital Management. I want to say thanks for listening to this week's Retirement Income Program. Over the last year or so, we've all been through a lot of change. If you're thinking about retiring sometime in the next 5 to 10 years, there's no better time to reach out to a professional. But not just anyone, it absolutely needs to be a retirement income specialist. I cannot stress this enough because retirement is all about income. You need to speak to a retirement income specialist, and that's what I am. Peak Capital Management is a retirement income store for the Treasure Coast. Whether it's virtual or face-to-face, I'm set up to ensure our time together is safe and educational. There's no better time to reach out to a professional, but not just anyone. It absolutely needs to be a retirement income specialist. Call me, Michael Berlay, at 772-334-9592 at 772-334-9592 or visit peakcapitalmanagement.net. You are listening to WSTU, Stewart, Jupiter, and Indiantown, Martin County's Heritage Station. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. Coming up on 852 on the Get Up and Go Show, we're going to join back in now with G and Bonnie. Hear that, your your slimy words, but sometimes those words just might come out. Uh Uh-oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I hear Evan. Oh, that's because I had him in queue. Hey, Evan, what's up? (laughs) What's up there, the almighty god of radio? You didn't hear me earlier, but I I asked if you ever asked your father or your mom if you were allowed to cuss in front of them. Oh, no. (laughs) Did your kids ever come to you and say, Dad, do you mind if I cuss in front of you? Well, they, they were angry one time, and they said to me, do you mind if I say what I want to say. It has a cuss word. And I said, sure, go right on ahead. Mm. 
So they they kind of pre, it was like a premeditated cuss. Yeah, I don't I don't have an issue I don't have an issue with that. <laughs> it was planned. No, so. because we, we we did the story here that this woman is charging her kids uh, rent at sixteen, but they're allowed to cuss at eleven. Was it eleven? That, that's a little 13, too intense. But close enough. I mean, that's young enough. I was cussed out by a five year old recently, and I was shocked. I said, what? Huh? A five year old cussed you out? Oh yeah. Oh, I'll tell you a funny story real quick. When uh, Darren was about six years old, we had, you know, when you were a little kid, you had your uh, fingers labeled as thumpkin, pointer, tall man, yeah, ring yeah, finger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was driving down the road one day. I had Darren, you know, in, in, in the back seat and he's over in the passenger side and a guy next to me flipped me off. So I said to Darren, I says, hey, Darren, show him tall man. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yes, I did. Well, there you go. So he, he learned the meaning Isn't of tall that man. like being an accomplice? Well, <laughs> well yeah, he, sort of. He, he, yeah, he was the main did. one, actually. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, Not bad. Uh, Evan, thanks for sharing that, dude. Uh, My pleasure. Show him tall man, Evan. <laughs> and teach your children well. Just <laughs> Always. Like Crosby, Stills, and Nash said to do that, didn't they? I think, I think that's who coined that phrase. I think you're right. And the state legislative session is set to wrap up this afternoon. Eric Rodriguez reporting. Lawmakers are expected to pass on to the governor a record more than $112 billion state budget, about $3.5 billion of it coming from federal stimulus money. The budget includes significant investment in public safety, education, infrastructure, and state employees. Senate Appropriations Chair Kelly Stargell adds all state employees will get a more than 5% raise, but North Miami Beach Senator Jason Pizzo questions why a dozen school districts that issued student mask mandates defying the governor's orders won't get to share $200 million in additional school recognition program funding. Is that fair to reward others that decided to go with Ron and not Joe? The dozen districts aren't having their budgets cut. I'm Eric Rodriguez. A pedestrian was struck and killed by a tri-rail train in West Palm Beach Friday evening, according to the West Palm Beach Police Department. Police said the train struck the victim on the tracks north of Forest Hills Boulevard. The train was carrying 80 passengers. It stopped completely south of the crossing. And a WPTV viewer recorded video Friday afternoon of a tornado in Martin County. Rosie Shiskowski said she was driving home from work at about 4.30 p.m. when she spotted the funnel cloud. She said the storm was in the vicinity of Rio and Jensen Beach. The nearly stationary uh, tornado caused some damage, including down tree branches and fences. There have been no reports of injuries. As we look at our traffic report, things are uh, looking good on your way to work right now. Do drive safely. When you see traffic, call us at 340-1590. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group. Along with Tom Bouvier, we'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget the Quality of Life radio show Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. It's a new shopping season. It's now 2022. And at Affordable Flooring, you can get wood look tile at $6.99 installed. You can also get waterproof vinyl for $5.49 installed. Don't go to the big box stores. Go to Affordable Flooring. Two locations, one at Orange Avenue in Fort Pierce and on Village Green Drive in Port St. Lucie. For more information, call Lenny. 201-1888. That's 201-1888. For Affordable Flooring. 
Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings, and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home radio show Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU or listen on on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. Abacoa Insurance. Hi, my name is Eileen at Abacoa Insurance. We are here to help you with all your insurance needs. So if you think you are paying too much, please call us 877-331-3326. And remember, folks, we write insurance for the entire state of Florida, from Key West to the Panhandle. So give us a call. When you've had it with the rest, call the best. Insurance. 877-331-3326. This portion of our show brought to you by Martin Funeral Home and Crematory, two locations, Port St. Lucie and Stewart. Martin Funeral Home and Crematory is Martin County's only locally family-owned and operated full-service funeral home with crematory on site. They specialize in veterans' funerals and offer a 20% discount on all veteran services. Martin Funeral Home and Crematory accepts all pre-arrangements from any funeral home. With two locations on the Treasure Coast, Port St. Lucie and Stewart, their family will take care of your family. Martin Funeral Home and Crematory will personally answer your call day or night. 772-223-5550. Well, that's about a wrap for us this morning. That's another award-winning morning show. Make sure and listen in 21 hours from now for the Get Up and Go show. We'll be back on a Tuesday morning just for you with more fun and a whole lot of stuff right here. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. Don't go anywhere.